welcome to Make It So So, a podcast about the not-so-good episodes of Star Trek. Today we're doing a very special commentary episode of Star Trek Generations, the seventh film in the franchise. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. So for you listeners, uh, like I said, this is a commentary episode. Uh, you don't have to watch the movie with us, but it's kind of meant that you watch along as we uh, talk about the movie, or else it'll just be... <laughs> Kind of random for you, but yeah, hey. I, I'd say you, I'd say you have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna do a little countdown here. Um, the three of us are paused in the movie where the first star of the Paramount logo is above the mountain. So that's, that's right. That was the <laughs> it's very technical. Most <laughs> random spot we could hit for you. Um, <laughs> so that's where we're going to count down from. So um, you can pause this to get there and then mm-hmm. restart it to uh, go with our countdown if you want. Um, so I'm going to do three, two, one, go. And when I hit go is when you hit play on your respective device listeners. Uh <laughs> to follow along so if you're ready for that three we are two one go all right and we're, we're going. off <laughs> <laughs> all right and now we okay. got that got that full nice paramount logo yep there we go um <laughs> <laughs> all right so this movie is really long it's a long yeah, movie. So, yeah i yeah, so uh, it's, I kind of apologize, guys. I did not know this movie was this long when I chose this one for this episode. There's so (laughs) many things, I think, like subplots they could have cut out, too. Well, I'm sure we'll get into that in in a few minutes. Oh, yes. Holy poop, this is long. The whole premise of the movie, as far as, like, having the original cast members in there, could have probably been cut out. Honestly. Yeah, no, like, I yeah, I totally agree um, with you. Yeah, because yeah, because was just only one of them comes back. Yes, right. Was, like, so why a whole season compressed into two hours? It does. It does feel like that. Yeah, it kinda. does. It, I mean, it, I, I I get the idea that they wanted to kind of like move the movie franchises forward by like marrying the two casts, you know, and be like, yeah. okay, this is the handoff to the new cast, but like. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Probably there, not necessary. No, it wasn't. There was a lot of like feedback when this movie came out in the studio. I just got done reading like a book about the entire Star Trek saga and it focused oh, nice. a lot on, on this movie. There was a lot of guessing as to whether they wanted to include the old cast in this or, or yeah. not. Um, yeah. In my opinion, I don't think they needed them. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. Well, you know, honestly, like, the thing that it made me um, think of right away was, um, have you ever heard of Bill Murray talk about why he won't do another Ghostbusters? Like, even though he's amazing and I love yeah. Bill Murray and I would watch 900 more Ghostbusters that he's in. But like, he's basically says like, look, nobody wants to watch a bunch of old dudes like running around New York City, busting right. ghosts. And it kind of William Shatner and the original cast in this role kind of reminded me of that because he's much older. He's much fatter. Like, you know. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> running around, but like not as well as he used to be when he was more spry. And um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it just, it just, I it just conjured images of that in my mind, and I was just like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Actually, so I do have a, a couple of questions. So okay. a lot of time has passed from the original series to now, and I, you say this is the seventh movie. Mm-hmm. What happened in the sixth movie? Like I, I don't know what what leads up to this story. Okay, so. The sixth movie is one of my favorites, actually. It's called The Undiscovered Country. Um, that is kind of 
the start of peace talks with the Federation and the Klingons because their mining moon explodes. And they the kind Klingon, of the Klingons yeah, mining moon. Yeah. Okay. And they kind of need us to survive within the next like 50 years. Um, hmm. That movie was kind of like an analogy to the USSR falling apart. Um, okay. And, and talking to, you know, like the Americans for the first time as like, you know, we, we might need to work together at some point in the future to survive. <laughs> um, so that, that's kind of what that movie's about. Mm-hmm. This movie touches on none of that. Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> okay. That's why well, it's saying, weird because like, it, it, it doesn't really involve the previous six original movies. cast members. Okay. Especially because in this movie too, there's a bunch of like bad guy Klingons, right? Like that swoop in at some point. And, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. And it's um, like that doesn't really go along with that storyline so much. Well, those those two sisters have mm-hmm. always been bad guys in Next Gen they, right. They want the war to restart. Aren't with they the, the Federation ones and Klingons that are trying to when Worf's family gets like overthrown from the? Yeah, they're heavily yeah, involved. They're in the that. ones who are trying to like take it over for their Seize family power. or something like yeah, that. They, yeah, they. I forgot what they're called. They yeah. they well, want to restore the empire to like you know quote unquote like warrior glory and like you yeah. Know, fighting conquer all these other planets exactly well i was kind of asking because so kirk is now wandering around the ship in like a just a ceremonial capacity he seems like he's retired yeah this is very near the end of his career yeah okay yeah so and Um, he's just you know sending off this the new enterprise b the enterprise b yeah Mm -hmm. okay now um I never so so even as a kid, I never liked this a particular um, ship because they just reused the Excelsior model. Hmm. Um, so it's to me, it never really looked like an Enterprise. Enterprise. Ship. Yeah, the bridge doesn't look as nice or fancy. I guess it's, it's <laughs> yeah. just it's just like I, I believe it's either a remade or some or maybe the same model as the Excelsior from uh, movies. Uh, I want to say five and six. So um, is is Enter- so Enterprise wasn't a a model of ship. It was more no. like a, a title. No, like it's a title. Like Air, Air Force yeah. One is like, like whatever just, the president. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So because yeah. the the class is usually what galaxy class. Like they have well, different classes of ships, just like in the yeah. regular Navy. Like they have like so so D was galaxy. Like yeah. Um, a and the original. I want to say constellation class. Yeah, something like that. Uh, it's usually like whatever the biggest class is is what it yeah. is. B it's is like Excelsior. the equivalent of an aircraft carrier or something. C <laughs> is I want to say an early form of galaxy. So. I, mm-hmm. I, all right, it's, I, I'm sorry, but I just, we just <laughs> yeah. we just passed a little line that just made me laugh really hard when I watched this movie the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so Kirk is like a total ass to uh, James Doohan. Uh, Whatever his name is, yeah, new Scotty. Enterprise captain Scotty. Scott, yeah. uh, sorry, yeah. Scotty. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like Scotty has nothing to say. He just kind of like smiles way too big at being put down. Yeah, oh. it was really well, awkward. <laughs> I but don't I did, think Chekhov and Scotty movie, you know? got a lot of lines in the scene. Um, no, <laughs> uh, I also I so I read that uh, the that they they invited a whole bunch of the old cast to be part of this movie. Yeah. But Leonard Nimoy specifically said, like, these are, like, pretty bland, terrible lines you could give to any character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm not I'm not doing this. Right. 
So they gave his lines to other characters. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> kind, it totally of, worked. <laughs> kind of proving his point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, too, yeah. Um, if we, so we just passed this section a little bit, but Kirk meets um, Sulu's uh, daughter, who's now mm-hmm. serving on this ship. And yep. it's kind of like a blast from the past, because last time we saw her, she was a little girl. Um, yep. So in the new movies, they show Sulu's kid. Do you mm-hmm. remember if it's a daughter? I just want to see. I hope that they kind of like line that up because if they I did, I don't appreciate remember that, that continuity. Because um, um, you know they they see Sulu's husband and he's carrying like a small child, and I think it's yeah. his daughter. Anyways, are, are I like the continuity. Ass- if that's are true, you assuming, well, could be. Um, are you assuming that child's gender? Also, <laughs> also we just missed <laughs> it. That was uh, the actor who plays Tubac in the background. Yes, Tim I Russ. saw that. Yes, yeah. Um, he, there he is, right there. There he is. Yep. But he's um, not playing Tubac. He's just he's not he's playing just Tuvok. random guy. Although Tubac was alive at this time and did serve on the Excelsior with Captain Sulu in movie six. Ah, okay. So uh, that was could the be. same actor mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. There's a Voyager Maybe episode about how he goes back in time. Well, we we see a flashback of him mm-hmm. serving with Sulu. It's pretty cool. So this scene right here, basically, Enterprise has gotten a distress call, and they're trying to figure out if they should go to the aid of this distress distress call. Yeah. Um, and this made me think of Dan's kind of like grand theme for Voyager, like mm-hmm. how uh, Janeway wants him to fail, because <laughs> I think that the captain here is doing the really sensible thing and saying, look, we're not equipped. We don't have our full crew. We have nothing with us. And Kurt's like, no, we got to run to the rescue. And then when oh, they right. get there, they don't have anything to help with. And he's of like, course. yeah, Dick, I told you <laughs> no, we can't no, no, help. No. And they're like, oh, I guess you guys, oh, they, I guess you're right. Have, you can't do anything. Good reason for that, though. They specifically say that they that there's no other ships in range to help. Yeah, yeah. but still, which, I don't which know. Which is actually a problem because they're supposed to be on Earth. Yeah, right? I kind of which find it hard to believe. Yeah, true. The home base for all. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Everything. I kind of find it hard to believe that there isn't another Federation ship near Earth. But, that yeah. could but you know what? <laughs> it's almost like you can't even call it like a plot hole because in future movies and like the J.J. Abram ones, that had, they, they didn't had the have same any thing. ships either. Yeah. That's, or, uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, and they're leaving kind from of a like star suicide bombed star- into <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the base. Like there star- was no one else around there. <laughs> Starfleet has every area of their Federation uh, take, taken care of Guarded. except for Earth. It's like <laughs> yeah, right. the one their where home base. no ships are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't you know. You actually see that anyway. quite a bit. Like, um, when the Borg show up in the best of both worlds, there's like no other ships but the Enterprise fighting it around Earth. Yes, so exactly. Like, what is going on? You'd but think yeah, Earth would just be like totally surrounded by like a net that's all like a yeah. big defense system and like tons of star bases because they have to build the ships too. So, like, right. I don't know. Yeah. But then again, they you know, don't. Starfleet is a peaceful um, true. entity. That's true. Maybe but. they believe no one will attack Earth. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so seems misguided to me. <laughs> the new Captain Cameron, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Cameron. He, like, has no idea what to do. And he's just, a like, runs around with his tail between his legs. Yeah, he's a horrible captain. Um, he's he's having people die because that one ship just exploded. Yeah. Um. And, I love that yeah. they just have to like step up and ask Kirk too. He's been waiting for that the whole time. He's like, oh, oh yeah. they're going to let me sit in the chair. The, 
That's the only <laughs> sensible thing he did. He did. It was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, Kirk, I guess that's true. Do Kirk but, but things. It's yeah. just, it's just so cheesy for the movie though. It's just like, oh, well, yeah. Kirk keeps looking at the chair and then realizing he can't sit in the chair and then he looks at it again it's and then they like, ask him for help. Yeah. But the things that he suggests are common sense, like beam those people aboard. Yeah. It's like true. The other captain didn't think that that was a good idea. <laughs> like, That's true. I mean, and, and so also there's like this giant. Okay, so a space what uh, ribbon? Do they call it a ribbon? Rib- uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a. Well, yeah, they they call it energy space, ribbon. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's the nexus that that we see later. It is the um, nexus, right? Yeah. Nexus. Uh, and um, it's coming toward them. It's just Slash passing through the zone, I think. It's just, like, passing through every 80 or so years, well, like, you know, a comet-type thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of, like, close to Earth, right? Yeah. Because yeah, they, ha- they haven't really be. taken off. They're like, this thing is... Right, right here. Yeah, it's closer yeah. than I would... I'm, what I'm assuming the moon is to us right now. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, know. Like, they, it was no, right they, there. Didn't they go at warp? speed to get to wherever they were going so oh, it might not be that close no to no oh, you're right they you're right they yeah. did yeah, yeah. they were they, they responded to a distress there. call but not yeah. for very long though I mean, the yeah but was still only, i mean like that's true that's, <laughs> yeah, true. Like, that's really far <laughs> just saw a hilarious oh. slow-mo person being knocked behind oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's always fun. Um, yeah. did everybody uh, catch the like super 90s futuristic uh camera helmet Oh yeah, the guy was wearing the whole time. Okay, thanks. Yeah, Yeah. with apparently (laughs) no zoom capability. No, he just gets in your face constantly, just on top of people's noses. Really, really close. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, here he is. Here's Malcolm McDowell as uh, Sauron. Or I was watching this. The first time I watched this many years ago, I was like, is Sting in this movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. He looks just like him. I'm going to call him Sting from the rest of this episode. Okay, yeah. That's, that's really good. Um, He's just Malcolm, like, okay, so, watching you. So, yeah. so hold on. Okay, so we're on the Enterprise right now? Yeah. Yes. So they just beamed him just, off of his own ship. Yeah. But the um, ship was in the Nexus? It was about to get hit to the Nexus. Yeah, I think he wanted it to he he wanted to go into the Nexus. Oh, I thought. See, I interpreted as he was in the Nexus already because they just showed the scene of Whoopi Goldberg of Guinan. And I think she was in there, too. And by beaming, they may have just accidentally kind of grabbed these two people out of the Nexus. That's the way oh, I interpreted it. I was I think, very confused he's asking, by this like, whole why thing. Am I so, here? Like, like, their ship was already like that. The people on the ship had already been beamed into the Nexus and then they they like yanked them out. I, um, I have no idea. Yeah, like, maybe. Like, or they I, I were don't, in there. I know <laughs> he is trying to get back into the Nexus. Yes. Right. But is it because he was just in the Nexus in this scene? I thought or so. Or is it like a long time ago and this was one of his attempts to get back into the Nexus? My interpretation was that oh. he was just in the Nexus and they tore him out by beaming everybody in the surrounding area of the ship like onto the Enterprise. So I, I interpreted it as they got Whoopi and Sting from the Nexus and then like 40 other people from the ship. And that just like trans, they were just aiming the transporters in their direction. How how was Whoopi in the Nexus? Just she was, she explains later in the movie that she was in the Nexus. Oh, see, I see. Once again, I thought that was like way back in the past sometime. 
Yeah, it doesn't really do a good know, job of, actually, of, of, yeah. of explaining exactly how the Nexus works yeah. in terms of... All right, of, so, so but, people yeah. watching this, this movie for the first time, the <laughs> Nexus I'm getting all is... the grunts on my closed caption. Is anybody else getting Oh, yeah. Those? Oh, yeah. I got, I got some Rumbling. good closed captions going on. exists outside of time. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. really hard to determine what's happening when. When, right. yeah, true. So that's true. I, I just love seeing the Kirk action scenes because he like. Oh my god! I, I feel like he can barely run at at this yes. point in, 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 and in his the, life. So all the what? special effects do remind me of when I worked at the Backlot Tour at Disney. Oh yeah, how like things yes. just kind of like shook, but they weren't. There was no reason for them to be shaking or doing anything in particular, but it kind of just added. Right. I guess dramatic like, effect, and I feel like that's every scene in this movie. Like, yeah, it like reminds me stuff of that on like, hydraulics moving around. Yeah, <laughs> like, of, the, of, the, of that part in the ride where like you go and like like in the, like canyon. the oil, uh, canyon. Yes, yeah. yes. I love so that part. Like, well, why would this bring be sliding down the hill? Kirk's body. You have to mention that. Okay, he did all of his aging mm-hmm. before this movie. Yeah, I think <laughs> if I ran into Shatner today. Mm-hmm. He would look exactly like this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I don't understand how he did this. <laughs> to be became... fair, he started looking bad around, like, movie, like, uh, like four, four, three or four. Yeah. Uh, he's starting to put those, you know, like, those extra admiral pounds on. Pounds which, on is the, which is fine. I mean, fine. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm body positive. Oh, yeah, me but too. Again, me too. like, it's a hard... Yeah, he's, you can tell he's, like, physically having a hard time, yeah. like, doing these scenes. <laughs> I mean, he's a 60-plus-year-old he's a man here by this point, so he's, right. you know, he's yeah. pretty, he's pretty I mean, old. Well, yeah. How old is he now? That's... He's got to be in his 80s. Be, yeah. At least. He actually looks, I think, pretty good for 80, though. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would have yeah. guessed, yeah. like, point, maybe 70 now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, because those Priceline commercials, he's, he looks pretty good. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed that. Is he off those? Are are they done with that promotion? I haven't I seen. I haven't, I haven't seen one in a while. I haven't seen him in a while. I don't have cable, so I don't see yeah, commercials very yeah, much. I mean, not missing anything, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh oh, we're finding out. Uh-oh. We can't find Kirk. Can't yeah. find him. Deck fifteen he, has been breached. Yeah, the room he was in got nexused. It got nexused. It did get nexused. Now. Uh, yeah, so there was I, a giant I like hole to think that that, that whole part of the ship is also floating in the, 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 the Nexus forever somewhere. Oh, really? Because when we, so just, when we see the ship the, is just when we see the zoom out, like a bulk, <laughs> like a big piece of the ship is gone. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So there had to be some other people in that area as well that also oh. went. Into well, the maybe Nexus. those people are just super happy oh, and loving okay. life. Also, so <laughs> something we kind of pass, but whatever. Uh, Sulu, I don't know yeah. her name, but. Mm-hmm. Daughter Ikara? Sulu. Yeah. Uh, I think that because they, they brought it up, uh, Kirk says something to, I think, Scotty, like, mm-hmm. when did Sulu have time for a family? Like, yeah. almost like yeah. in disbelief that it's a daughter. <laughs> right. Was that like a really subtle, like, guys, he's gay. Like, <laughs> that's not his daughter. I, that works now. I don't think so back then because the character wasn't gay back then. Yeah, I mean, oh uh, yeah, yeah. George Takai yeah. was gay, but yeah, the the character wasn't gay in this was of, was George well, Takai. I just think out? I don't think they ever like confirmed or denied what his sexuality was, uh, right? Like I don't remember that him like having relationships with other people in that series. No, that, I mean he was. Am I wrong? He, he was never gay in the show. Like I don't. I don't. Sure. Think. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking sure, about sure. the the actor. I, I don't think he was out 
at Rhonda's time. Right. I think it was near mm-hmm. this time, but I don't think he don't think he was out yet. So now we're at the scene where we're we're cutting to the TNG Enterprise crew, and yep, they are is, on go. a <laughs> uh, ship, an old naval ship, seventy years later, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, sure. like, really kind of love this scene a little bit because um, I've always like really loved the pageantry of the Navy, <laughs> like yeah. in general. So even when I was working for the Navy, mm-hmm. um, they did. I got to see some like cer- ceremonial changing of command and stuff like that and um one cool thing that i noticed is like piece of continuity is like the whistles they use to signal different Mm -hmm. things that are happening in the ceremony and they still use those whistles oh really um yeah in this yeah in the ceremonies today so i thought that was just kind of fun and so i I like what uh what is going on in this scene (laughs) so so wharf is uh getting a promotion Uh, okay so uh, why I, I seriously doubt he chose this scenario. No. Um, I, this is their promotion scenario. Once thought, again, yeah. this falls into the let's show the audience something that they would be familiar with, even though we're, you know, 300 years in the future. Or they, oh, they could true. have, they, you point. know, they, they, <laughs> yeah. they could have done something Klingon for Worf. You yeah, know? I think like, like, if if it was this is like his special day, right? He's yeah. like, yeah. well, he's it up. seems to me like they do this for all the all the promotions because they say oh by the way that yell that jordan yeah, is insane it's, it's amazing um, yeah it's amazing. <laughs> don't get that um, i hope you practice like that for like five hours because they say like no one's ever got the hat before like they dangle the hat or whatever oh, and they right. do say like oh no one's gotten it before and then they say oh don't underestimate it to cling on oh yeah so um, maybe, maybe warp has seen this before then when someone else gets a you know maybe promotion yeah. yes you know but so he what seems ha- surprised. What happens if you next. don't get the hat? Do you not get the promotion? Ugh, I think uh, you just well, fall in the water most of the sim- time. <laughs> symbolic, I think. Yeah. So, although yeah, but I, but he he breaks the symbolism if he can get it, if he can get it right. That's true. Also like, true. Yes. <laughs> I okay. feel that Worf could get the hat. Oh, I mean, yeah. Worf's pretty cool. Worf's a badass. I think he could yeah. get the hat. Um, and he does get the hat. Way to go, yeah, Worf. He does <laughs> without falling and then, in. Like some jerks, they, uh, Jordy, Jordy's they really play excited a prank on him. <laughs> yeah, I uh, forgot that so, he got the hat. So yeah. my my comments earlier are that's okay because he does he does like, get the hat. <laughs> <laughs> so they disintegrate his plank, so he falls in the water. Yeah, as anyway. a practical joke, hilarious. Yep. And Worf does not like it. No, he's very mad about it. But you know what's funny? Great is that, way like, to honor him. Yeah. What? It, like he knew off. that was going to happen, right? Like I can imagine every he did, person he did not missed the hat like he, and just fell understood. in the water. So yeah, but he finally got it and he earned to not fall in. I guess. And then it's like yeah. you're you're going in. I hope he was practicing for like months, like jumping oh, yeah. that high and okay. getting that. So so here's this this whole the story of this subplot begins. Oh god, this subplot data is, so is like why is everyone laughing at him? I don't understand because I'm a robot and I don't no emotions yeah and then she does a terrible job of explaining why it's funny yeah mm-hmm. and so he tries to join in and pushes her in yeah. and it's not funny <laughs> also look Worf's but it knees is. are bleeding totally right now did oh yeah notice his knees are all bloody like how did that happen i wonder if that's like I a stunt double that actually got feel hurt bad like you know what i mean what happened i wonder oh. if that was like like an actual stunt that like, actually went wrong and like like he actually yeah got maybe hurt, you know? <laughs> yeah because they, they're like both all bloodied up it's yeah weird. 
Also, so I saw this movie in theaters when I, when I was 11. Mm-hmm. The audience was loving this part. Oh, really? The audience was laughing and having a good time. And yeah, just, want, whole, just want to point that out. Okay. The whole point of that scene is that no one's supposed to find it funny. There's the whistle. Yeah. But, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't get it. Oh, man. I don't know. She, she deserved it. She's just like, oh, it's just, it's just un- un- it's unexpected, so it's funny. Yeah. So he does something by the book unexpected. Yeah, exactly. I thought... Like and everyone treats him like he's it. a woman abuser. Well, yeah, that, I think the reaction to it was a little harsh. Like, it's fine. She's fine. Everybody's yeah, she's fine. fine. They're just in the water. Like, and that, I mean, since this movie is for people who maybe not have seen any Star Trek before, because you have to take mm-hmm. take into account those those audience members. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had to show something with data being. You know, what is emotion? Even mm-hmm. though by now, seven years into their voyage, he should know. What's going on? You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I mean, he did. What, we like, did review the laughter? episode where he tried to stand up comedy for the first time. Exactly. Oof. And like oh with Joe Piscopo. <laughs> that was let's, one of let's, my best ones. Yeah. Let's not revisit that. <laughs> no. No. I forgot all about like, that so, one. Good job. So, yeah, he knows what laughter is and comedy. Yeah. So, now, well, that, did that take place after this, though? I don't think so, because this no, is the that, first oh, okay, movie that came out after the whole TNG series yeah. has ended, correct? This movie uh, takes yeah, place okay, okay, okay. This movie takes like place right after. one year after um, the end of the series. Mm-hmm. So, okay. like, in continuity, this is, like, their eighth year out in space. Right. Yeah, oh, so that's so, definitely So what's, what's going on with Picard right now? He's very okay, concerned about so something. He just got some bad news. He got some horrible news that um, his his brother and his nephew died horribly in a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh God damn. Now I don't know why you would forward that news to a party. You know what I mean? Because yeah, true. Why wouldn't yeah. you just uh, yeah. like maybe like, say, Captain? Why don't you go to your quarters? There's an important message waiting for you. Instead didn't of, they just say like, "Hey, there's a message for you"? Like, yeah. so maybe they, they didn't know what it was. Oh, maybe so, yeah. they're just on Earth, right? No, they they're, were. No, they're. They were in in the holodeck. Well, I met the, the the family that died in the fire. Oh, yes. Sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. family was on Earth in uh, yes. France. His brothers, Robert and his nephew, Rene, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And we actually meet them in an episode, and it's actually a really good episode. It is a really good episode. Um, yeah. We but, probably won't review it for that reason. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't we meet Rene later on in the movie? Uh, yes. yes. Yes, briefly. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway. Um, so, Red Alert is happening even though everyone's still in their dumb i mean not dumb traditional <laughs> navy <guess>. garb <laughs> yes it's kind of ridiculous yeah uh, i love it i love that they're on the bridge dressed as like 1770s dan yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah and picard is uh is mad uh visibly mm-hmm. um but no one knows why yet still so all right yeah. so where are where are we now we're so we're, we're using at the, uh, the uh, tiny <laughs> flashlights. <laughs> yes. We're at the research station. I was going to say something about them. Um, uh, and they're going to meet. They're going to meet Sauron here in a. Oh, in a that's second. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they get a distress call, I guess, from this research station. Correct. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they arrive, and the, characteristically too late to do anything because everyone's dead. Absolutely. Pretty much. That's, but, a, that's um, a very Star yeah. Trek thing. <laughs> yes. Everyone's already dead before you get there. One cool, one thing I noticed actually in this scene particularly is um, 
because it's a movie and they have a bigger budget and stuff, how different the framing of all the shots are. Yeah. Um, like they never get up close, tight framing around the faces and stuff in the series so much. Right. Um, probably cause it's harder to do. Um, but yeah, yeah anyways, I just yeah, appreciated no. that. A oh yeah. No, different it's, it's views kind of on these actors. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it is. was fun for them too, a little bit, you know, like new oh, sets, yeah. new things like that. Oh, I'm sure it was um, great. Yeah. Were and, they, were they new sets? This stuff? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming they are. Because I, I would, I would actually blacks. assume they're not. But. <laughs> well, I mean, Star Trek is famous for reusing tons of stuff. But uh, sure, yeah. okay. I mean, fair. this this movie was a real movie, and it had like an actual big budget, and mm-hmm. you know, like. You well, know. I just imagine like the sets look more what, complex. Was this than movie that kind a success? Uh, I would oh. call it a moderate success. I, okay. I looked it up before we um, started. If I recall correctly, the budget was 35 million. It made. 75 in america oh, okay great and like doubled its money 40 something foreign so it, it and then it, it did it did well because yeah. people like me are still buying these dvds there you They're go still raking in those dvds absolutely so, <laughs> absolutely yeah. one beth at a time <laughs> beth did, did you buy this for this podcast or no did you already i have? already own it okay don't, good. Good, yeah, me too. Yes. don't don't admit that no yeah, i admit it <laughs> I bought it like I don't know many years ago when I was uh, re falling in love with Star Trek yeah, and watching it all okay, in like so, one so season setting. That Romulans attacked the observatory. Maybe they did. I mean, that's, that's what that's, they that's, conclude. That's the conclusion they, they came to. Yes, they find a dead Romulan. Yeah, now, apparently that's not the case, and I was very confused by that for quite a while because okay. this movie's too smart well, for me. Well, you <laughs> turned, you said, how do they know it was Romulan? And I had to explain to you that the guy, the dead guy they turned over, that's what Romulans <laughs> look Romulan. like. And you were like, oh, well, he was, okay. he was dead. <laughs> like, so I, yeah, I thought but, there were, yeah. I thought there were just Romulans on the ship, like as members. No, oh, I see. like of, he, oh, okay. No, that guy looks very different. He's wearing a Romulan uniform and yeah. the green blood and stuff like that is different. That's to so be bad. fair, yeah. <laughs> Dan might have thought that he was just like a like yeah. decomposing body because Romulans have a very like pale kind of skin tone kind of thing. Oh, possible. So oh, okay. maybe that's why he thought that. <laughs> I, I just I didn't know the Romulans were the bad guys. Oh, okay. Um, I, and, I thought you're like, oh, look, they found a Vulcan. Like, a, you yeah, know, they look another a lot alien. like Vulcans, but they're not Vulcans. Yeah. yeah. In this era of 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 Trek, Romulans are are not very friendly to the to the Federation. So. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. All right. That's okay. Here so, we are so, with the uh, yeah. emotion chip um, mm-hmm. that just happens to make its way back into the plot after like two seasons of the show that it, when mm-hmm. it was introduced. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I don't really understand the dilemma here. Data wants to destroy it. Um, the emotion no. chip? No, no, right no. Now? He, he no. thinks it's time to try it. Try it out for real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I, th- I thought it was going to, and then they... It was okay. It was introduced in the episode where um, Data uh, gets to reunite with his um, maker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, Data, look, I made this for you. That, that's a great mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Um, Again, we probably won't review it. Because yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really good. Um, but <laughs> it hasn't shown up since that episode. You know, mm-hmm. several seasons ago. Right, because so, he has it. He has it in his yeah, possession, he's obviously. had it but... since then. Yeah. And I guess he's been scared to try it. Mm-hmm. And maybe the, um, you know, uh, it, events that's been in his the hol- whole driving goal in life well, is to be more. Well, I, yeah, but, but I think Nguyen Sung like kind of warns him 
does he warn him in that episode too about um not that it could be bad but like there could be negative consequences to putting it in which i think we find out later in this show i don't yeah well i mean i think that episode scares him because there's lots of bad ramifications from that episode i mean like Mm because um lore lore comes back in that episode and Mm -hmm. kills kills dr song um so i i I think he's scared that you know he'll turn out like his brother if yeah if he uses so why, why would that guy make it if he had reservations about data using it well, because he wants to give Data the, the the full experience of of life, you know, he wants to, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, it's like he's trying to create like a replicate human. Yeah, and it's like because Lore like, has an emotion chip, right? And that's part of the reason why he's evil, right? It's like yeah. kind of like malfunctioning, like like Lore was first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Data didn't really, you know, what was his name? What Lore? Oh, that's his Lore. evil twin brother. Yeah. Okay. Great yeah. character. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Also played by um, the same yeah. actor, Brent Spiner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Brent Spiner. Uh, now here comes the hat. scene. Scene yeah. of the movie. <laughs> this. <laughs> I will never get used to the size of that headpiece. I love it. I feel like big hats are her thing. Like, how like, do you go? She through had a purple doors. one on earlier. How do you yeah. get through doors <laughs> carefully? Well, didn't we come to the fact that uh, her head, her head was just that size? Remember in Rascals? Oh, yes, yes. And that, yes. You know, <laughs> it shrinks down whenever uh, she gets younger. So right. they made her a smaller hat for the younger, right. younger, for the younger Guinan. <laughs> All right, so now, here, uh, I like this scene where comedy gold has I, begun. I like this where he where where he takes it. Yeah. He, has it and he says he hates it and it's revolting more yeah, yeah that yeah it's fantastic yeah uh, fine. <laughs> it's just yeah do, so do we need is... more story on yeah, top of true. this now this is what, five i feel like movie. this this particular subplot i just really did not enjoy and i what, get it the, like the 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 data, the data emotion subplot like I feel like I, it would have been more fun to explore the like Picard's upset some subplot yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but, I I'm sure um, they just wanted to keep it light, and there's yeah, no other, it does not other comedy, sure. right? Yeah. But right. later on, I mean, it's not very light. It gets it gets. I think it's more annoying exactly, than exactly. anything. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, I guess you're right. Sure. Yeah. Now this scene, so, I think, is actually yeah. pretty good. Like, uh, because what they're talking about is like time, and like it burns away, and Picard just lost his family in a fire. So yeah, and. Malcolm McDowell actually can act pretty well when he wants to. I mean, he's he's yeah. been in 10,000 bad movies. So, <laughs> yeah. um, like, literally. So to see him kind of act well in the scene is actually, oh, he can still act. He was in Clockwork Orange. He can still mm-hmm. actually be see, a good I, actor. <laughs> I feel like if I could pick an actor's career to, like, live, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd totally choose his route. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people might go, you know, like full on world beater, like actor, like Tom Cruise and be right. ultra famous. No, right. man, I want, I want his experience. Yeah. Why? Just make it a Just... whole bunch of like stuff where if it doesn't work out that well, it's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but he's also made some quality stuff too. Oh yeah. Like, he's been, he's been in act, yeah. like, like actual film classics mm. that exactly. will stand test of time. Yeah. yeah, like like Star Trek Generations. Exactly. Yes, exactly. that's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's okay, the one you're the referring thing, to, right? Yeah. I yeah. I know I hate so many things about this movie, but <laughs> I think this is actually like an oak, uh, like some really good parts to it. 
yeah. I really, I really like Sauron. Me too. Because me too. He he, as we're gonna find out eventually, slash is already heavily implied. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> his his motives are better than you know just revenge or I want to take over the world. Oh yeah. Like, he's so, I thought the theme was kind of like a like almost a drug addict parallel a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought exactly. was interesting. Yeah, he um, he's he is so obsessed with getting back to the Nexus and being his Right. Cuz it makes you feel like just pure happiness and yeah. pure joy and whatever. Well, right. D- does it? Well, you can you can revisit any time in your life and live it forever, or change whatever you want about anything. Right, do it differently. It's exactly it's it's paradise, it's heaven, whatever right. that 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 concept of pure great. Yeah, whatever. and I believe you mm-hmm. get to exist there forever. Like yes. that's so what too. the movie yeah. makes it seem like. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's a great part where <laughs> data oh, uh, starts to malfunction a little bit. Um, this is great because I've mentioned to Dan, um, they recall the Firepoint mission, which is from the pilot episode yep, of the TNG, first episode, which is, mm-hmm. I thought I was like, okay, that's kind of cute. Like, yeah, that's, 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 that's a nice that's, little bone thrown to the fans. Yes. To the fans yeah. for sure. I, like, I don't I like remember that, that joke specifically, but yeah. Um, <laughs> George is just like, dude, that was like nine yeah. years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, it's annoying to watch, but if you really wanted to get technical about it, this is his mm-hmm. first time with emotions. He has no subtlety yet. Sure. Sure. sure like, sure, so sure. Exactly. I, yeah. I want to excuse it, even though he's a douche. Yeah. yeah well, Jordy's like, you can tell he's testing every ounce of Jordy's like friendship patience. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, they're close yeah. friends, too. And he's just like, God damn it. I hate you right now. <laughs> I've always wanted Brent Spider and uh, LeVar Burton to write a book about like their friendship on the show because they, oh, they actually, cool. they actually became quite good friends from making the show together. And they were always well, I would the imagine. Best together. Like, yeah, they're you know? in, in most. They're in a lot of scenes together. Like typically, ton. when you see one, you see the other because yep. they're both like yep. engineering crew and like similar rank and stuff like right. that. Um, yeah, so so I, I, I always thought that'd make a good book, but yeah, you know, maybe okay, if you're listening day. out there, Brent so, Spider. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, I hope to God they're just pitched to <laughs> your next multi-million dollar idea. <laughs> If anyone related to, to, to this movie <laughs> listens to this podcast, I would be. These guys are shocked. now uh, scanning around the observatory they came across. Look right, at those graphics. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're yes. back on the station, um, and they're trying to figure out just like you know, sort of what went wrong here, like you know, doing further research. Yeah, further um, investigation as and to they, what happened. They find like a secret lab behind. Yeah. One of the walls. Right. God damn it, Brett Spiner. He's, he's doing uh, puppetry with his tricorder. I guarantee you that a lot of these scenes were probably Brent Spiner's idea. Because he's, he's all about that, like, those comedy bits and stuff like that. And yeah, he's, I guarantee you he was like, I want to do Mr. Tricorder. Like, I guarantee you that was his idea. I, I hope he had done Mr. Tricorder before, like, in between takes. Yes. And everyone was just yep. sick of Mr. Tricorder. And the director was like, I yeah. love that. Let's, and, yeah, let's yeah. throw and it in. And everyone's like, uh. Like, yeah, this, this really eyes. annoying data is just Brent Spider. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, hey, let's, let's, let's pretend data becomes what Brent does between takes. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. 
That'd Everyone in the cast so, is just like, Jesus. So I here guess. our our comedic arc, uh, our lighthearted thing takes a turn for the worse. A very dark turn. Forehead yes. almost explodes <laughs> because emotion. Yeah. And then he lays down confused. Yeah, so I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah, I didn't understand why he went from like hysterical laughter to hysteria. Well, he um <laughs> his his positronic relay just got overloaded by that, oh, by the okay. chip. Thank you. Yes. So <laughs> Okay, so but here's the thing. It's like I feel like he eventually learns to work with his emotions throughout the movie. He does. Mm-hmm. Suggesting it was just his ability to cope with emotions that was the problem. Mm-hmm. But in this scene it was totally like a mechanical thing his forehead was bulging. Like Yeah. Mm. So I'm I don't trying, really know. Trying to remember in in the episode where he gets the chip, I think uh Dr. Soong says something about you might not be ready for this. So you might you might want to like take it like a little at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he knows that it could be problems, you know, like I, you know, using it. I have to point out the gun. Okay. So, uh, Sting, Space Sting, <laughs> has, has a handgun. Yeah. That, I guess, to, like, arm itself, to cock itself, it turns to the side yeah, man. first. So it's less accurate. I, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like, it it turns, only fires from that position, so why not just stay over there? It turns to the side to, like replicate you know holding the gun sideways like a right like a gangster, it's, it's you know very I mean? gangster. See, and that would have been made, made sense if he turned his hand and then it went back up to the top again oh but, nice but it doesn't did do anybody that. did anybody notice uh picard's excellent scrapbooking skills yes i i love yes. the he's like, got the uh, glitter shiny border. <laughs> why why is this not you know digitized good question you know picard's <laughs> an old-fashioned kind of guy I mean, but, you know, but he still likes hologram borders throughout his pictures. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 I mean, you know, it's he yeah, he guess. shops at Claire's and yeah. uh, buys the sticker patches. Not for, for icing pictures. Claire's. Yeah. Um, uh, goodness. Um, well, actually, they also I just put this together too. later on in this film. He rescues this book specifically too, right? Like, I think he. Yeah. Goes yeah. Back he's he's, yeah. he's digging through uh-huh. the, the, the rubble. So, yeah, I guess that's very. See, he should have put it on the cloud. That's right. Like, <laughs> yes. Well, I'm, you know, I'm sure by this time he also has it on the cloud. Yeah. But he also likes the physical. I think he yeah. likes physical tan because he they, in the series they show him with a lot of like old books. Exactly. And I get yeah. that. I, I like mean, the he's way a books feel and he's a too. he's archaeologist. He he likes mm-hmm. old you know pottery and things True. like that from dead civilizations. So. Mm-hmm. Dead family members. Uh, so yeah. so he's so Picard is crying. <laughs> And uh, Troy is using her great insight into emotions <laughs> to, s- to see so that he, he is sad. sad. Figure out that he's sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. shocked she does. She's not saying like, oh, I sense some sadness in your voice, <laughs> yeah. Captain. Are oh, these God. tears of sadness or are they yes. tears of, uh, of like of, we we of know joy. he's sad. I don't need this scene. Yeah. Can we just cut this out? I I could I make this I movie this forty-five okay. minutes. I, th- I think the, yeah. the, this this scene shows some 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 feels from the cast. Do you we know? know yeah, do but, we have a working theory as to why the writers decided to kill his family? Um, like, was it just I, to show him struggle throughout this movie? No, like what? I yeah, think well, it's, it's so that oh, he can identify with uh, Space Sting, who exactly. Lost his family. Space yeah, <laughs> it's 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 like the parallel. Okay, okay. You know, he's he's losing something. That the Nexus... And choosing um, to move forward. 
can all get back to him. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, like okay. he he could get all this back, and the you know idea of him having a family, which he's never had, you know, right. like a like a wife, you know. Yeah. The Nexus could could give that to him. So yeah, yeah. he does. It is like a parallel. Okay, sting that makes sense to me. Storyline. Yeah. yeah, I think he's like. It's like yeah. uh, you know, Sting is obsessed with going back and living a stationary life there, whereas Picard sees that option but still continues to like move forward. I guess past yeah, it, right yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, he def- he definitely has the chance to stay mm-hmm. because he he goes into it right. Um. So, but Picard's <sighs> the stronger person. So, <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't know. We we know losing your family is an emotional thing. I want to see him like struggle with his duties through it. Mm-hmm. Sure, not, yeah, me too. Not just wallow in tears. Right. Well, he does. well, he does. He does. He's he's kind of harder around around the edges during these. You know. Well, well right. See, I think that scenes. that showed it enough. Like, hmm. yes. yes, it's it's affecting his work, all that kind of stuff. But I, yes, we know your family is important to you because it's you know I don't know a family like move well, on i'm sorry yeah. it's just that this Damn, movie harsh. this movie is six hours long it is, and so long. It, it is I, a long movie yes yes, yeah. yes it is <laughs> it's just so dense it be, it, this is a season it's just squished into a movie right it is really long yeah <sighs> it is long. so many things happen and like you could take data out of this whole movie i think you could take kirk out of the whole movie and you'd still well, have essentially the movie well, I still think it'd actually still be a pretty decent movie, too. I mean, yeah. the idea of Picard, like, really struggling interpersonally. You don't really yeah, exactly. see him vulnerable very much in you the don't. series. You do a few times, like, with the Borg and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. not that often do you see him, like, really flustered and vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do think the movie would be better if, if Kirk was cut out. Right. Yeah. Because, because then you would just have the captain having the chance to stay and he himself overcomes it. Yeah, so essentially it. the exact same plot line, right? Right. Right? Um, <laughs> like, yeah. But the message um, we get is the exact opposite of we needed Kirk or Picard wouldn't have been good enough. Well, right. I mean, he, yeah, the, true. the movie Picard says that he couldn't have done it alone or something, but he, mm-hmm. you know, he, he could have. Um, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, um, so, all right. Okay. So the, the sun blew up or imploded. Yeah, the sun. Went, the sun yeah. Went supernova because Soren shot a uh, uh, modified probe torpedo into it, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, lo- and, and that caused it to go supernova. And the the whole reason he's doing this is to just deflect the Nexus wave to a certain point where he can get in it. Yeah, get into yeah. It. They, he's trying yeah, to alter the path. Of they the don't wave. know that yet, but right. essentially mm-hmm. he's messing with gravity to yeah. yep. push the Nexus to a place where he wants to get. Into the Nexus, even though there Correct. seems to be a hundred other easier ways to get into the Nexus. Um, so. Like maybe, I mean, he could probably could just like fly into it, right? Well, right. I thought that, uh, I thought the opening of the movie kind of precluded that option because it tears up the ships or whatever. Well, it does, it, but, but if people Kirk, get in, right? If Kirk yeah, could, get, yeah. could, could get into it yeah, you're by right. being in the ship, I would just take a little shuttle and just... Fly right, Plow into, right it. into it. Yeah, and good point. Or, or if it's a matter of the ship, can you just like beam into like in a spacesuit, just like to right in front of it? Oh, maybe. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah probably. Because yeah, they beam. Because I took it as they beamed Sauron and Guinan out of it, so you could probably maybe. beam them into it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Okay. I don't know. So anyway, okay. so they just so they just escaped are... the shock wave. 
Yeah, here's and, uh, uh, Lursa and Bator. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good villains from the from the from the TV show. I I, mm-hmm. I I thought it was cool that they actually were in this movie mm-hmm. because the audience members who have not seen the show will have no idea who these people are. So um, I, it's, I, it's <laughs> some kind I'm of, actually really shocked because I thought Klingons would be a male dominated society. Well, they. they are, they kind of are, I think, but they're kind of j- the just not exception the to that. Well, the okay. women are like pretty fierce warriors as they well. Um, Great. And in some senses, I think are more fierce than the men. Yeah. Um, but yeah, typically the, I, I think actually they're like more egalitarian. Like they have That's more right. female okay. captains and stuff like that. Oh. But these two, in, these two in particular, I believe, um, you know, like want to take over the empire and, like I said, make it a more warlike state. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like the peace with everyone. They they mm-hmm. want to go back to you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So so um, now we're finding out. I think they think the it makes the Klingon Sauron. race weak. It, exactly. By being peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Sauron is now helping them. He's gonna build them a weapon or something. Yeah. He. he yes. They need him to. I, I I think essentially what they want from him is like the same kind of kind of like weapon that he used to make the Sun Supernova. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, okay. they want to have weapons like that so they can then like hold the, hold the Klingon empire hostage. Like, you know, we can blow up our sun. So put us in charge or we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, wreck everything. You know, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah. so yeah, but yeah. he, he has all the, and uh, he needs them I think, to get around. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, he's, he, yeah. He needs them to like, to get around easily. Yeah, to he's get around. He's, he's, he's a ship. Sh- right. He's right. A ship. And the Klingons, like, can be very stealthy. Like, they're one of the only ones in the galaxy that have, like, the cloaking capabilities where they can yeah. cloak their ships. Like, the um, Federation doesn't have that. Yeah. Um, well, so they can... The Federation has it, but they're not allowed to use, to use it, it under the yeah. contracts of war. <laughs> yeah. But but the, the Defiant can, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's... Oh... Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Okay, yeah. But they don't, but, they don't typically use it. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Do uh, the Romulans right. have cloaking capabilities too? I don't remember. Yes, they do. All, my, all the listeners would like. Sh- yeah, they do. They would do. be upset it, with me for not knowing it that. It sounds like fun. everyone and everyone has the ability, but Federation chooses not to use it most of the time. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. Think that's true. Yeah. So in this scene, we find out that Guinan is going to tell us what the Nexus is and what it does and it's yeah. paradise. And you'll, once you get in there, you'll never want to leave. And I know cause I've been in there. Right. Mm-hmm. But so I thought this was like a long time ago, like before this movie started, she and Sauron were in the Nexus and it or might have just talking about that split second in the beginning of this movie. I always thought that she was talking about some time long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, maybe she was in it a really long time. Well, I mean, it was 80 years ago that she, came out of it if, we right. can, if we're going on the movie like linear timeline yeah i mean both but, both uh both could be true you know maybe maybe she got back to it then also but how, you know. how why did she leave I th- didn't know. she get ripped out of it didn't we see that in the opening oh, okay so see, if she ripped, ripped away yeah if her so. whole experience was in this movie uh-huh then i guess that makes sense okay yeah yeah you know uh, what when but i was Guinan watching it, also i thought like, it was super old yeah. so it was spasting yeah so it's, yeah they're they're very old yeah and i think Guinan has this weird thing where she kind of like i don't know if it's like time traveling necessarily but can exist in like multiple dimensions i think because 
What? We see her like a few times in the series, like in places, like show up in places that you wouldn't expect that she's there. And the way that her and Picard meet, they allude mm-hmm. to quite a number of times, but I don't think they ever like explain super yeah. well. Well, she's back. Oh, yeah, you're, you're right. I, she's she's back in time when the um, time's arrow. She's yes. she's back in like in like the Mark Twain days, right? You know, um, yeah. So you're you're right, Beth. They they don't really explain like exactly what her race can do. Yeah, just, just how, she's just very, like, mysterious, yeah. I guess. I mean, Q knows her, so she's been around a while, mm-hmm. because Q, like, knows her automatically. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah, he recognizes um, her. So. So, okay, so the, the nexus that she describes is actually, I think, a really good idea for a sci-fi mm-hmm. plot. You know, it's this, like, beautiful place. You'll never, you'll forget anything else. You'll forget your family, friends, whatever, all your obligations. You're just going to want to stay there. Like, it was like a heroin binge or something. Right. But we we see people willingly leave it a few times in this movie. So, Um, yeah. I really think the movie would have been so much better if they didn't show people in the Nexus. Okay. If they just kept it a concept. Mm-hmm. And, and they show, also could have cut out like half yeah. an hour too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do well, I think that would work See, to a two birds. But I think at some time you do have to show it because then how would we know how Picard was able to convince Kirk to come out of it? You know what I mean? Instead of just yeah, I guess not showing up know. and say you know thanks for coming out of it with me. I mean no, like I I know I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's um, just like, you know, what they show on screen is not close to what she is describing. Oh, sure. I, well, I think nowadays it would have been a lot more like CG kind of crazy heaven sort of uh, like bliss, honestly, you know? I was thinking like, uh, have you seen uh, What Dreams May Come? I was just going to say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that would be that like whole, that. Like, yeah. abstract joy, right. not like a. Yeah. Like a, just Picard's your... ultimate joy is a Charles Dickens Christmas dinner. Yes, but for, yeah, true. for Picard, that's like that's that's it, man. I mean, he he but, loves that kind. But of here's stuff. the thing: if that's like his ultimate joy, mm-hmm. why doesn't he go have a family and stop this? Well, he likes he likes being a captain. War, I think. Then I think that then I, that that would be his nexus. Then <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. yeah. Why well, would the nexus um, be his second favorite thing? Maybe the whole point thing? of the nexus, though, is not necessarily like your ultimate joy like maybe Guinan is describing it incorrectly maybe it's not your ultimate joy but your alternative paths that you could have taken or something right. like i don't know because right. the same thing happens like with a, kirk right like he's in mm-hmm. a place where he's about to tell his loved one that he's going to go back to starfleet and the other path would have been he didn't say that and they got married and lived their life happily forever right um right so oh, maybe it's like I a ha- point in time that you kind of like regret not regrets exactly paths. you regret yes not but right. that's but we are only access to the the, the nexus and what it's like is Guinan. yeah uh, that's you know, true yeah. expositioning well, yeah yeah so picard also kind of covers that though because he's like i always thought you know there would be my side of the family that could do those kind of things mm-hmm. you know and i could do this but now that side of my family's gone and it won't live on anymore so i think now he feels guilt for not carrying on the picard the, name. The family himself exactly yeah so I, I don't think that's necessarily what he wants the most as a family but right now mm-hmm. at, at this point in time 
is mm-hmm. what he wants the most. Yeah, I'm just you know saying I mean? it. It just didn't drive with what she was describing. Right, this thing sure. that okay. was so great you'd right. never want to leave. Mm-hmm. Sure, and he totally was like, ah, he, just, he leaves like right yeah. away too. He's in there. He's like, he yeah. Yeah. not only him, Kirk, 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 Kirk does too. He's like, yeah, yeah. all right, I'll, I'll leave. Let's go. Like, right. yeah. It's not like right. it's like I don't know if I can. It's just the like Kirk, I guess yeah. this place is not great. Is so amazingly corny and good. Like we're like yeah. him chopping wood. It's very Kirk. Making oh, breakfast. No. Kirk's yeah. Kirk's the thing horses. is awesome. Also, Kirk, we'll we'll Kirk's, talk about when we get there. Kirk's He's dream a is my dream. Cook. I want yeah. that one. <laughs> oh, I will gotta say, uh, this this scene is awesome. Like legitimately, yeah. I do like the acting, everything, mm-hmm. the concept. Data recognizes that he can't control his emotions and mm-hmm. says, you know, I'm not good at my job. Let me resign or whatever he's saying right he wants to be and turned then, off yeah then picard like is assertive and is like shut up to your job i'm the captain like mm-hmm. yeah i don't care yeah. about your bullshit we're all going through something my family just burned in a fire <laughs> yeah. and right sit out i like it no yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like, a good have scene. a seat data yeah um yeah i think it is good it's it's data is feeling remorse for essentially not being able to save Jordy, which he totally right. would have been able to do if he didn't sure. have the emotion yeah. shift in because he, he never felt fear before. Right. Um, um yeah. Yeah. No, the card puts it in this place. So it's good stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. Also, this room awesome. is kind of cool. The stellar yeah, cartography. Really room. cool. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> can, can I just point out we're not to the halfway point of this movie yet? I know. And like, you know what? They though? This still is, are this figuring is, out kind of what's guys. happening. Um, oh, one thing I will say too, and I've kind of—I don't know if you guys have a answer to this, but one thing I've always okay. thought about mm-hmm. is that Patrick Stewart is English, right? And he has a pretty clear British accent. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, but he's French. His character, yes. and the, so. so is his whole family in in the Nexus. But they all speak with a British accent, which I yeah. like. Well, anyways, always kind of love, but also don't understand. Up, he grew up in what I assume is like a uh, international type of Starfleet Academy thing. Uh, no, he grew up on a farm, like a, a vineyard. vineyard. Oh, what? In France. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There's well, an episode have, about that. I have an answer for you, Beth. Um, okay, tell me. So originally, the Jean-Luc Picard character was supposed to have a French accent. Mm-hmm. And all the screen tests, um, the French the French accent just did not work. It just okay. it made the captain sound kind of like ridiculous, okay. you know? Yeah. Because um, so they kind of just scrapped the accent, kept the character with, French, they kept but, the name. Yes, and, uh, and but allowed character. him to keep his English accent. <laughs> so that's why. Okay. So I mean, it, I, I guess I'm, I'm not upset about it. it makes sense, right. but. It yeah, is kind it, of ridiculous. It's always kind of struck um, me as weird. Yeah. In yeah. in my like head canon, mm-hmm. I kind of um have always thought like, well, maybe his family has some English like mixed in with it. Sure. So it's like, you know, relatives who lived on the farm spoke with an English accent as well. Yeah, you know? like my head canon is like the EU before we'll just pretend that brexit never happened oh uh, exactly but like the eu is now like one homogenous maybe like country there and everyone go. speaks with an right. english accent or something exactly. i don't know i mean yeah it it, yeah. it is like 400 years in the future right you know, so 
that could definitely Maybe. be happening. Yeah. yeah, it definitely happen. <laughs> Although it's sure. more likely like the serenity path where everyone just speaks Chinese because <laughs> Or that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's anyways. actually one cool thing that Fireflag I think like thought really hard about. Like yeah, and that, that was it did really really, well. really interesting. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we we yeah. we just figured out what uh what the whole plan is Soren's plan is to destroy this one star to send the nexus to this one planet yep now in doing this he's dooming hundreds of millions of people or something yes uh, uh before it wasn't really a problem because the planets being destroyed were just you know like rocks um mm-hmm. this particular one has an m-class planet you know, like in the in the solar system that you know, mm-hmm. yes, millions right. of people will will die. It's like post industrial. You know the Nexus humans. is so good that he does not care. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. He gives them a scarab computer chip. <laughs> um yeah. that looks like it was whittled out of a piece of wood. Um, well, you know, sting technology decorative. just yes. uh you know. <laughs> Has, he just like no, he actually no whittled it with the with the vibrations like produced from his voice. He just yeah. sang to the wood and it carved out this like <laughs> intricate. He was singing Desert Rose and it just yes, uh, exactly. It's basically how record like record technology works, right? Like it's just pretty much all the grooves when you play it through a, a player will just pick up the sound <laughs> vibrations and reproduce them for you. That's right. <laughs> So I'm a little a little confused about everyone's intentions here. Okay. So what are you he handed about? uh sorry, Sauron uh handed over the weapon mm-hmm. but not the encryption key. So they can't quite use it yet. So he wants mm-hmm. to be beamed down to the planet. Mm-hmm. Right. So that I guess he can set up his rocket to blow up the sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To fulfill what his whatever. Now, Enterprise is is now hip to the plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm not sure. So, okay. So the Klingons have Jordy as a captive. Yes. yes. Why? You'll find out because they uh, put a little like hidden view screen in his visor so that they can see what he sees. Mm-hmm. Right. So then when he looks at the shield, um, like modulation on the enterprise, they can zoom in, and they can then fire through their shields. So, mm-hmm. so their whole plan was to give Jordy back. Yes, and they're just really lucky that the Enterprise showed up. Um. Well, they, they did look surprised when they showed up. <laughs> You're right about yeah, that. Yeah, true. Like they were. Um, that was their next step: is to go to the Enterprise, yeah. and make this prisoner exchange. Well, you know what? It might have been just a contingency plan, um, because you see. Sauron doing something to Jordy's visor when the Enterprise shows up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe they didn't like fully plan on it happening, but if the Enterprise showed up, Sauron oh, does he know? put this planet just into motion. Extra hostage, why not? Yeah. Just in case. Okay. Leverage, I guess. Yeah. Sauron, Sauron really wanted Jordy to learn about tri- Trilithium to help launch his rocket. Mm-hmm. But... Okay. Wouldn't he already know about no, Trilithium, though? He Probably. Must. Yeah. Okay. So, the only thing now, I did. I did read a couple fan theories trying to like patch up plot holes okay. about this movie. Sure. And that's because someone brought up that same thing that Beth did. Like he, he should already know. He because he used the, it right in the. Yeah, other he rocket. used it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing is, he wants Jordy to tell him about tri- Trilithium. 
so that he can throw off the Enterprise's search for the missile. Okay. Like, tell me everything you guys would be looking for mm. to yeah, look maybe. for Trilithium, whatever. Yeah. Which okay, also actually fair. fixes a separate plot hole at the end because the rocket goes way too fast. It should not reach the sun in like five seconds like it does. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's the decoy rocket and uh. there was a rocket launched like days earlier, <laughs> <laughs> then it then it could make sense. Okay, that's a very like. There's a lot of extra reading into things that never happen in the movie. So we we, we skip we skip a little thing. So Picard offers himself in exchange for Jordy. Yeah. For seemingly not much reason. Right. Yeah. Yet he demands. Okay, I will give you. I will give myself (laughs) over to you. I will be your prisoner. But you have to do me this favor first and send me down to the planet. Mm -hmm. Why would they do that? Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer yeah. to your question. Okay, like <laughs> yes, we're we're going to take you prisoner. Oop, yeah, but for an indefinite amount of time, we're going to let you loose on this other planet, right? Where it seems like your ship could beam you back at any second. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, okay. man, I can't I can't answer these just, questions. <laughs> just yeah, just wondering. Okay, yeah, I'm you not know, sure. When I, their game when I was 11, it worked for me. I was yeah. like, hey, this is uh-huh. great. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You know, okay. I'm not so sure it works now, but, you know, there's I the radiant Gates McFadden. How did I miss this scene? As always. The, so, okay, so now we're seeing what Jordy sees and yeah. the Klingons can see all this stuff. And then the hilarious <laughs> joke, aren't human females gross or repulsive or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Even though there's, Gates McFadden is not repulsive she's a very pretty lady oh yeah she in this. As, as you guys know i am yeah. all about gates mcfadden yeah she's she fills out those those curves quite well in that star trek outfit <laughs> let me tell you she's yeah split uh, out goodness. <laughs> um you know oh what's other you know what's also weird about this movie is the the outfits i kind of don't understand the ds9 look on the Enterprise, yeah, when I didn't think some that. people are still wearing the, the classic old. TNG look, and some aren't. I'm not sure. It's, uh, it's Casual Friday. Yeah, it's... <laughs> and everyone gets to pick either um, a Navy or any yeah. version of Starfleet uniform <laughs> you want. Also, I never kind of thought the purple combo, like the DS9 purple under, like ever really went that well. With no, the, with the rest of the colors. I don't know why. It looks just, better when it's the purple on the on the gray shoulders. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I yeah. think, but yeah, yeah like but the, on the purple red, with just, the red does, it doesn't really like work. Yeah, it doesn't, it's, yeah, it's weird. it doesn't work for me. All right, you got some more questions. Okay, okay. so <laughs> Sauron has this rocket, even though it's really the the uh, decoy one. Sure, <laughs> and he has it. He has it cloaked. It's invisible. Yeah, unless he uses his remote control to make it visible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of is that maybe there's like a primitive race of people on this planet who could have seen nope. it. And they said it. They said it was uninhabited. Oh, and even if even if there he wanted people to not interfere, he has a force field keeping people out. Yeah, true. Like Jean Luc. Well, maybe he was just afraid a like scavenger would fly down and steal his Find equipment or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, and like how. Has he been here before to set all this stuff? Oh, up? he must because have. It, yeah, he must have been here. It seemed like 
yeah, it seemed like in the plot though they didn't explain super well that he had yeah. spent a bunch of time here setting up this whole missile right. base. Um but clearly he has. Yeah. There's quite a lot of equipment here. Now, Beth, um, speaking of like MGM Back Studio Tours. Yes. This set looks a lot like yes, a Back totally. Studio it's Tour. It's a canyon and everything. There's like a canyon. There's <laughs> yeah. like random like water barrels. There's like Yes. There's fencing. a scene specifically. It's not going to be for another 900 minutes because this movie's really long. But <laughs> where um, uh, Kirk is like here, spoiler alert, and... um. There's like a bridge that has collapsed and both yeah. sides are shaking, but like for no reason are yeah. either of them moving around. Um, but yeah, that totally reminded me of Backlot Tour. Yeah, ton. absolutely. Um, I love it. Anyways, we'll get there. Now, th- this, and- this, that, that scene was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about the nature of time and how that is like the ultimate enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like time has taken your family and my family. I'm going to the one place where time can't get us. Right. So you're not going to be able to talk me out of it. Exactly. I thought Ooh, it was it good, is, uh, that's a good premise. It is yeah. casual oh, yeah. Friday. Look at it's, Riker. I never noticed Riker's got his sleeves all cuffed up. Sleeves rolled, rolled up. up. Yep. Man, okay. Isn't he, uh, isn't he like in control right now? He's, he yeah. He's in command of the ship number, right now. Number one-ing? Yep. Yes. Number one. Now, the big joke about this movie is as soon as Will takes, takes command, he crashes the ship. You know, that's... <laughs> That's the big joke with the movie, and I kind of love it. I love it. Also, like, they uh, crash the ship in a couple Star Trek movies. Like, there's another one, I think, where Deanna has control of the ship and crashes it as well. Right? Do you remember which one that was? Was it... It's not Nemesis. Um, well, I mean... The one where they're young forever? I can't remember what that one was. Um, oh, Insurrection? Insurrection? Doesn't she crash the ship in Insurrection? Uh, I could be misremembering. Trying to remember. I mean, I know they crashed the ship like a couple times. I mean, in in Nemesis, they crashed the ship into another ship. Is that that your thing? Yes, that's also true. Okay. (laughs) And then Uh, I think in some of the new movies, they in the new movie, the newest movie, they crashed the ship. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) So yeah, it's just like if it's a movie, they're crashing the ship. Yeah, we're good. I mean, the, the Enterprise does get wrecked in the movies. A lot. a lot of times like yeah. uh in part three it gets destroyed mm-hmm. uh spoilers uh yeah. this, one, <laughs> this one it gets destroyed yeah um almost gets destroyed in nemesis and then right. in um into darkness almost gets destroyed and this this newest one does get destroyed so yeah it gets, yes yeah the enterprises think... do not fare well yeah. in star trek no. <laughs> all right so um, the, the klingons as far as i know have been like the the brutes, the barbarians of space. Yes. Yet in this movie, they outsmart the Federation. They kind of beat well, them with cunning and espionage. You could argue that it was really Sauron who helped them do that by using Jordy's um, visor okay. technology. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, okay, um, so so the major yeah. weak weak spot was that uh, the Klingons now knew what frequency the shields were operating on. Yeah. Uh, could you can you change frequencies? Probably. You probably could. <laughs> and they just decide not to. Because they're just going with it. Riker isn't. They're just yeah. They're just they're the just best. going with it. You know. All right. Cool. Why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh. So I had to do a bit of googling. Sorry, everyone. Take a break. But um, oh, that's fine. On Wiki, there's a question that says, why does every time Deanna take the helm, the ship crashes? Yes. <laughs> so it's got to be. And I was wondering, this could be part of my headcanon, too, because I think there's in a couple of books, 
Uh-huh. Um, there's like, I can't remember which book, but I think there's a scene where like Riker teases Troy about crashing the ship in an episode oh, really? or a movie. Yeah. I can't remember. I totally anyways, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I mean, have a hard time keeping all that straight you know, because I read a lot of the books. Uh, <laughs> also, women drivers, you know what I mean? Oh, goodness. Oh, could you imagine <laughs> if it was uh, Sulu's daughter? Like, oh, hitting all the checks, like Asian woman. Oh, man, that would have been something. Okay, so the Klingons use uh like a periscope essentially yes they do <laughs> to to look at things even though they have yeah, the same they viewer, viewer that they used so that is classic klingon just trek you know uh, yes yeah just, it's just because it's just because it looks cool you know what i mean all right uh, yeah and it does so i'll give him that sure now i want to say that this scene the outside of the ship exploding is recycled from star trek six it is. Uh, yeah, that is yes. definitely from Star Trek yeah. 6 right there. 100%. Um, yeah. So which just, I like, find took literally the same snippet of film. Hilarious. Just, like, cut it in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I knew that even when I was young and I saw that. I was like, you got to be kidding me that they didn't, like... <laughs> Newman, when... Yeah. I just have a question. You said you watched it in the theater. In that scene yeah. where um, Data's like, yes, did everyone cheer? Oh, huge reaction. I hope so. Okay, good. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Huge reaction. <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad. Uh, glad to hear yeah. that. So, so I will say that they just showed a scene um, of Picard's uniform and the pants have like a cutaway in the front where they mm-hmm. show the boots. And I swear to God, I had a pants that like pair of black pants that looked like that. Oh, really? And it used to always make me feel like I was wearing a Star Trek Oh, uniform. nice. <laughs> they were like yeah. dress pants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shoulder pads <laughs> Anyways, well. just yeah. had to throw that in there. Oh, I, I, I think that's I awesome. super psyched about so, it. Yeah. So Picard's <laughs> idea is to talk uh, Sting out of doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. To a point, I, I think now... Picard's kind of past that, and now he's trying to find ways into the uh, shield. You know. All right. Um, and so, okay, so why can't the Enterprise just shoot down the rocket like they said they would? Hmm. Well, now they can't because they're about to crash. Right, but I mean, when they originally made Before. that threat and when Jean Luc left for this mission, mm-hmm. that hadn't happened yeah, yet. Yeah, could they have. Couldn't they have like so, targeted this spot, right? Because they were able to place. I mean, there. So I would like to think going. that the Enterprise photon torpedo could probably destroy Sting's shield. Oh, yeah. they his... specifically said it would take too long. That's right. Oh, uh, they said the rocket was going to take like eleven seconds, and our ability to like lock on to the rocket would take between eight and fifteen. Oh bullshit! That's right. That's <laughs> right. They could, warp they could, said those numbers. They could warp ahead of the rocket and then like phaser it or something. I just want to point out to everybody that there's still like 40 minutes left in this movie. I'm loving it. <laughs> it's I, so I much it's time left. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, and I feel like this is a we haven't even um, <laughs> been reintroduced to Kirk yet, which is like right. Oh, that's he right. He hasn't yeah. even showed up. So yet. he's not in this. The, he he got a full paycheck scene, for this movie, by the way. Does really? Not, yeah, he got he's a full only paycheck in the film for, this for like movie. thirty minutes. Exactly. Oh well, wow! I mean, this is the first of him. the the Jean Luc movies, right? Yeah. So yes. yeah, he was brought in to bring in the original fans, right? Right. He was. So I, I get it. He, but he I don't think it, that. I don't think it needed it though. I, mean, I don't think it needed it either, especially because the TNG series has been on for seven years at this yeah. point, seven eight years. Like, right. I don't with the big fall of this movie. Right. They probably made this movie. Yeah. Yeah. The original fans were going to come on board. I think they would have by now, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. 
And fun fact, they went into production on, on this movie immediately after the series wrapped. So oh, there wow. was like hardly any break in between. Because um, hmm. it came oh, out, I, I yeah. want to say like uh, less than a year after the series ended. So Okay, yeah. So they must have maybe um, been filming, even having overlapping yeah. filming, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so. Man, I, I like that. It. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> here's, here's the star ending missile i love which data pads on like star trek shows because there's never any words to what things mean you know it's just like it's all intuitive i'm, I'm pressing a circle and you know like, i i just love it like if, if anyone else stumbled upon that they had no idea what to do because it's maybe, just... maybe technology in the future is all intent based maybe like whatever you wanted to be pressing like as long as you press it right the computer will pick up on what you what you meant yeah and how fast you press it tells you, you know, the urgency. <laughs> right. <sighs> All right. So now Picard so, is digging through some rocks. Yeah. Uh, because he found a chink in the armor. There's yeah. a uh, there's a hole that the force field won't cover. Right. So. Even though it's a pretty obvious hole, like you think Soren would have like seen that. I don't know. But he has a, he has a lot of other stuff on his mind right now. Anyway, yeah. He has a so, uh, fake <laughs> missile to send up. <laughs> yeah. All right, saucer so, separation time. Here we go. Yeah, and that's because why? Because <laughs> so they they uh, well the the warp core is about to go um, is about, uh, is about okay. to breach. That's right. So they needed that's to right. get everyone out of that area. Boom! There we go. Exploded. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a whole lot about this movie. That's fine. <laughs> I just watched it yesterday. It's all good. Uh, so, so usually I'll watch him. I'll watch an episode for this yeah. podcast just, you know, once clean, just to get the experience that you yeah. know was meant to be. And then I'll watch mm-hmm. it again to take notes. But I couldn't I couldn't do the second run. It was, hey, it man, was too it's painful. It's a, it's a it's a it's a long movie. OK, so why are they crashing into the planet right now? Because the uh, they- boom from the uh, warp core breach flung them into the planet. Mm-hmm. Oh. Into the gravity of the planet, and they can't yeah. get out or something, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the top part can't fly by itself. It it, it has impulse engines, but I don't think its engines are strong enough to. Um, Were react they to that separated kind of again because of damage? Yeah. From the Klingon oh. ship. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he, he, I forgot. He held. He he holds the gun the right way. <laughs> Where he like holds it to its side, so it flips well, to back up the top. Well, again. then maybe that that is the proper way to hold to hold it. Well, then That's the first weird. time we saw it, it didn't do it. I don't know. Okay, so when I saw this in theaters, I was like, oh my god, like, they're not going to ruin the ship, are they? Like, the ship's going to keep on going, right? Like, I was yeah. I was terrified <laughs> that the Enterprise-D was going to, like, finish in this movie. And I was well, I was sadly mistaken that it, 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 it actually does end. Yeah, here. I was, was going like, to say, oh, don't they? Man. It does get ruined, right? Um, it just but, seems like they just build another one every time. It's no big yeah, deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but this scene's pretty good, uh, mm-hmm. where... Where it crashes, I, I like this mm-hmm. part. Well, I mean, doesn't the Federation have tons of these ships? Like, oh yeah, and but like just, they also have know, big building stations and stuff like that too. Yeah, but just as a, as a youngling, I I had a you know like a youngling <laughs> like an affection for this for this ship. You know, I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, me too. Yeah, it was like one it, of the major the things series. I've known in my life was was yeah. this ship. So, um, uh. Utopia Planitia, right? That's where they build the yep. ships. That's where the ship was built. Good job. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's from season yep. seven. 
There you go. Dan is looking at me like like I'm a crazy uh, I just, person. I don't think I'd ever I, I would ever name a like place I was founding Utopia. Like just like yeah. You're, you're I don't bound know. Yeah, to, and like uh, there's disappoint. it seems like there's nothing there other than a shipbuilding base. So I'm not sure yeah. why they called it that either. Oh. Uh, this, the way that scene, people are falling is like, how did anyone live through this? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the, the shots, the shots of the outside ship, I think, are really, really well done. Oh, they are. Yeah, and that's just like a model, just like you know, yeah. going through like model dirt. You know, what I mean, like it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. done. It's done really well. Those are practical effects, but all the inside, not not so much. Well, you know, it's just that guy's dead. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, did, they did a really, yeah. really good job with the scene. I think it's I like, like that data is like protecting Troy a little bit because he, yeah. you know, he can't really get hurt. Mm-hmm. So he's like, here, I'll save you. You know, yeah. kind of like that. That's nice. Oh, she looks so scared. Oh, yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary stuff. I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the like canon is that like, oh, my <laughs> people, God, you let Riker drive this ship in the chair. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like how they crashed through where the, where the Vushkin used to be, and like they're like in the area behind it now. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Also, and there it is. One piece of continuity: every time the ship crashes, it kind of crashes in the same way. It's like a you know based on its yeah. saucer shape and stuff. It's kind of like a big plow, and it does that in the newest movie too. So yeah, it did. I think that's, it did. that's way the to go. only way that thing can crash where it's like plausible anyone could survive. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's more of like a like, gliding if it just, crash. If it just pancaked, like just yeah. down, like <laughs> yeah. there's that's, just everyone would be liquid. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Ugh. But Worf's fine. Well, that's Riker's all that matters, fine. right? I wonder Everyone's if they feel fine. bad about how many people die every time. Because well, sure some that, people died. Do they well, I'm sure there were on. heavy huh? casualties. I mean, what, I, there had to be heavy casualties in this in this scene. Absolutely. But no, like named people right no i don't no. i don't think they say all right mm-hmm. so hold on that he just looked up and there's like a glass top yeah is there a, is there a glass top yeah usually mm-hmm. oh okay yep I, I just never saw that or never noticed it before yep it's usually just lucky uh, they crash on an m-class planet too oh yeah they all be dead yeah the <laughs> like, vacuum of like yeah. no of like no of like air. mars air would be like sucking them out you know what i mean yeah because even be like, if they like, could run the life support or something they would just not in that spot Right. Glass is breached. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure they have no systems right now. Yeah, yeah. They're very, they're very limited in their, uh, mm-hmm. their systems. Yeah. It's Uh-oh. just a tin can walkway showdown. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Here so go. here's the thing. Uh, if yeah. I'm going to have a big budget action movie, I want some 50 year old dudes. Fighting. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Absolutely. Right. That's what I want. And that you know what? That's my whole thing about bringing in Kirk later. It's the same <laughs> idea. Well, no, it's that's like... the thing. Well, after you have your 50 year old fight, then you bring in the 60 year old to make it even better. Exactly. Yes. That, that, uh, was a, that was a massive headbutt right there. That was, that was pretty good. It really was. Yeah. Like, um, how much better would this be if, I don't know, Worf or Riker or anyone else was here? Right. It'd be so good. That'd yeah. be great. Plus, like, yeah, these action scenes are lackluster, I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's on par with Star Trek fist fighting. Uh, this we did, series, yes. The newer yeah. movies, have, well, they're bigger budgets. And oh, yeah, those ones too, are but, way crazier. Um, yeah. And, and Although, the people and the, the actors are younger. The, so Younger. It, it yeah. Works. yeah. Although, you know what? I, I think the like, physical fighting in the new movies is almost too good. It's like, oh, really? Yeah, like it's, it's a little like they... I don't know if they'd be trained in like you know black belt like 
motorcycle martial jumping. arts type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe. I, I think they would be. I don't know. Uh, yeah. If okay. it's like a if it's a military organization, I could totally see that being part of okay. the, the training. Yeah, fair enough. Well, fair I guess enough. it's not it's not really a military organization. I guess it is kind of. Yeah. But I I always saw them as that, but I don't know. I guess so, they don't use force. I mean, I mean, well, maybe they do. Yeah. So I think of sun. I think if Picard would have used the two-handed Starfleet fist yes, uh, move absolutely. here, oh, yeah, that he definitely would have been more successful. If that was Riker, you definitely yeah. would have seen the two-handed punch thrust. And there we go. They're and getting faded the into the Nexus. Yeah, so he, so bad guy wins. He got into the yep. Nexus. The bad guy won. Uh, and, and he Everyone's uh, about to die. Everyone yep. gets swallowed up in it. The first time I saw this, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> everyone's dead oh um, no yeah <laughs> boom there we go uh and now it's christmas day <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> charles dickens christmas dinner uh, yeah. he's got like nine kids too and his a wife looks like betsy ross like yeah. what's happening although this scene's kind of weird because like i mean i know he just got here but like he knows nothing about who these people are. Mm-hmm. Like, this is supposed to be his wife, right? Like, but mm-hmm. like, where well, where did he pick this woman out of his mind from? You well, know, this like, is just this is just the the lady of his dreams that he's. Always they should have made it Doctor Crusher. First of all, they should have oh, made it Doctor Crusher. That, that would have been, been amazing. So good. And but then, then Wesley could have been. We don't ever see her face. Maybe it is. It Dr. wouldn't Crusher. be as English. We don't. We don't see her face. <laughs> I don't think I th- so. I think I think you do. I think okay. we do. Yeah. And yeah, Merry Christmas, Papa. <laughs> it's like, and then One, he's two, just, three, four, you know, five, six, overcome with joy. But they're yeah. not all his kids, though. At least well, one, one of them is his nephew. Is is the nephew? See okay. here, it could oh yeah, totally she's a redhead though. She's yeah, a redhead. Definitely, like has has hints of that of that Doctor uh-huh. Crusher. Yeah. And, well, and like, what yeah. time period is this in his like dream mind? Right? Like, is this? Charles straight out of the uh like, you know the 2380s you know yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh that's so 2380 yeah um, you know it definitely went back to some primitive you know they do fashion. say that styles come back around exactly so maybe that's just what's happening here i don't see the one, victorian one era iPad, style one, is back one in, phone in... one uh... <laughs> well yeah, yeah he hasn't opened up his gift yet oh true. <laughs> it's uh it's, it's an like Apple Watch. it's like the iphone 30 <laughs> it's, it's yeah. the latest iphone yeah <laughs> or i guess the oldest i don't know because this it's just a contact time, the latest time iphone weird. just is a contact that goes on your eye yes. like, that's the whole phone <laughs> <laughs> Uh, comes in a really so, small case. <laughs> so this is his his version of the Nexus because apparently it's it's catered to each individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh where time does not exist. Uh he doesn't quite remember how he got here, I guess. Mhm. Yeah, it doesn't do, doesn't seem so. Okay. Um, Even yeah. though he's still wearing his uniform. Yeah. Mhm. Now, this was always confusing to me. Like, though, he looks into the tree and sees, like, an an ornament, and it shows, like, an explosion. Also, is that a portrait of him? Oh, I really hope so. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) It's got to be, right? No, no, there's a mustache on that thing. Oh, okay. Now, does, like, the Nexus give you hints of where you came from? Because clearly that's, like... Showing yeah. him like no, you know. I just think that's an awesome ornament. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just... no, I kind of took it as your how you're talking, Newman. Like almost like the Nexus Nexus gives you hints that this is 
not necessarily real and is almost giving you an out. Like you have the option, right, to choose. Like you're not a prisoner here. Okay. Here's a hint saying like, yeah, no, here's just a small reminder that this might not be true. Maybe. I don't know. That's the way I interpreted it. Right, right. Someone should just cut that scene that he just looked out the window where the scene from uh, Christmas Vacation where he looks out the window yeah. and like they're all in the pool. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> should just it's the girl in the pool in the red that. bikini. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my so, God. Even, that'd be hilarious. I hope that exists see, on YouTube yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and, and he knows like right away that's, that, that something's wrong, though. You know, like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. may, maybe it's just like his mental fortitude is better than most. That he can. That's possible. Yeah. See through the the like the the fakeness of it. It's mm-hmm. better than guidance. Uh, speaking of her, why is she here? Well, <laughs> this I never got or could explain. Fully. She explains that she's like like an echo, right? Of of the guy that was once here. So I kind of assumed it's like his projection of her in this right. place. It's exactly. not actually her. Too. Yeah. Right. Why Why would he want her to show up? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Maybe because he needs her to, to... Because plot convenience? Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, just... Yeah. 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 Uh, I think maybe, like, I feel like Picard goes to her quite a bit for guidance and advice. Oh, he definitely does. Maybe he's projecting her as, like, in this moment, like, like, use some guidance, maybe? I don't know. Because it's all fed on what he wants and imagines. Yeah. And he's kind of like, hold on, this isn't real. I wish I could figure this out. Yeah. He asked someone who's been there, you know? Yeah. Right. With her giant hat. <laughs> I love her hats. I think but I, I do think that, you know, it is a part of her, too, as well. Yeah, Cause, maybe. Because um, she has been there before. Right, exactly. Maybe part of you stays in the, the Nexus forever. Right. Seems like it'd get crowded pretty fast. A little. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, what if the Nexus just passed right over, like, a huge planet? Like a like right. Earth? Would everyone just be in the Nexus forever? I'm, I'm sure it has, yeah. So... I mean, what do those people do? They just... They, they're all enjoying their awesome heaven life. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're all Nexus actually, junkies. This yeah. is a great thing. I, I would sign up. I mean... Would you? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I guess so. Uh, Christmas is pretty cool. I mean... Yeah. Well, no, Christmas is... Pre- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> endless, endless Christmas is pretty good. That would I, be pretty I must nice. Admit. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want to be around these kids, but... Well, no. Why not? Yeah. They seem so polite. No, they, they're like, I don't know. When kids are that, like, proper, it's kind of creepy to me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, I, you I don't kids, want, you're not used to working with kids that have manners? Is what I you're don't saying? want kids that are dressed more formally than I am. Yeah. I don't okay. know. It just makes me feel like a slob. Anyway. Okay. Now, so, where uh, is Tiny Tim? I is love that, how it's like... Is that it's Tiny like, Tim standing on the... I like how their clothes are also like future Victorian. So it's like Victorian, but with like futuristic elements like Renee's coat, his like waistcoat coat is more like a tunic. Yeah. And I just think the costume designers in this scene like did a really awesome job. And it's I don't know. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, It's like on a merry-go-round right now. Did you see that? I, I, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. What's good? What? what? Why? Maybe Why she, is it in her house? Maybe that he was one of in her, his house? her dreams. And she was like, like oh, okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, if this is all driven on my dreams, I, uh, I guess Here I could go. have, like, some stuff. But not Now the movie gets real. Right. Here yeah. we go. Yes, it Shopping does. Shopping wood. So we're now back to Kirk with no explanation. We don't know nope. how Picard gets there, even. 
He just I think he goes just from thinks to go there. London. Exactly. Well, no, because uh, Guinan did say you can just kind of like go wherever and whenever if you just think it. Yeah. Ah, so he's like, so bring me to Kirk. He went next door. How did he even know Kirk was in the here, though? Guinan, did she Guinan tell him told Kirk him. Was here? Yeah, Guinan oh, told okay. him. Okay. But you know, it's weird that you can like that you are able to invade someone else's nexus. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I uh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like I might be kind of pissed if someone. I love this scene. I I like to think that like. William Shatner was like, yeah, give me something manly to do, like like chopping wood or something. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. As yeah. much as I criticize Picard's dream, like, I really like Kirk's. Oh, it's yeah, awesome. it's great. Oh, it's yeah. great. So, yeah, what, I mean. What's the, what, why? What, what's the difference? Because he's like chopping wood and making making just, a yummy breakfast, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. He's sure. like, like running his, his own cabin in the woods. Yeah. Pursuing the, the one that got away or, or yeah. whoever that lady is. I'm assuming. I, I also do we, do, we, do we know who she is? I I'm, I'm, I might be her wrong. Name Antonia. Yeah, I want to say she was invented for this movie. I don't yeah. think. Uh, okay. I think so. we have any former mention. Uh, of see, her. I would have thought it would have been so good if they just made her one of those like random encounters. Those like, like green alien space oh, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been. Yeah. That would have been, been awesome. That would have been great. Yeah. The one also, that he Kirk's, punches in the face. Yeah. In the exactly. Room of the <laughs> He wishes that he had her most of all. Yeah. (laughs) He just Um, wants to live an infinite moment where he's punching that lady in the face. (laughs) Constantly. I'm sure he's going to bring her breakfast and then punch her in the face. I'm sure that's I really love that they bring his dog back because that would be my nexus. Just cuddling with my dog forever and ever. Absolutely. The end. (laughs) Now, Kirk's shirt is doing its best to keep his like bulge in. Like yeah. that's, that's that shirt yeah. is the best. really working hard. It's too. really uh, retired. It's just made out of space material. I know. No, I'm just, <laughs> and okay, were there sleeveless uh, uniforms? I, uh, this is a Nexus well, that's a, uh, fashion. Okay. Uh, that, no, no, no. Uh, they show his jacket. So that's they show his jacket outside. Yeah. So that's yeah. the vest no, you, you wear under the jacket, you, right? You, uh, yeah, you you see this in other movies, I think. This, oh, okay. This, okay. Uh, yeah. So now he's finally like getting a, a hint of this is not real. Uh, I don't although, think quite, although, quite yet. I not think yet. From his perspective, he still just showed up because time yes. isn't a yeah. real thing. Yeah, Picard just... went to where he just arrived. Mm-hmm. Although it would have been great to see Kirk in the Nexus for like forty years, like what it is then. Well, how he's how it's aged like, him. He's like <laughs> blowing up planets and like yeah, you know, like fucking like a thousand women a day like, yeah. just like you know what i mean <laughs> also the way he cooks these eggs he like smashes them and then throws them in the pan yeah and, like, i don't know how thick those shells are yeah not chicken <laughs> eggs <laughs> i'm just that assuming it's an ultra non-stick to pan too because he doesn't put anything in it he just runs water in it like yeah. look at he just made such a mess and he's burning he's them a, right away <laughs> he's a master chef i you know he just, he just like throws the shells down i don't know now that that line, second shelf to the left, was a throwback yeah. to the last uh, line yeah, of go. movie six. Second, second star, star to the star right. To the left. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. ha- that that had to be, you know. Yep. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Easter egg. Um. Yeah, guys. It feels like we started this podcast like a week ago. That was great. <laughs> This is great. No, hey, no, this is this is those wonderful. Eggs look but, terrible, by the way. Yeah, they do. They can't show what's in the pan because they know it's like ridiculousness. 
Oh, so guys, I did some research. Since this is this is kind of like a slow part in the movie, I did mm-hmm. I did some research on the um, Okampan culture. Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah, I was I was very ashamed. So um, <laughs> you do most of your maturing in the first six months. Okay. Okay, and by the time uh-huh. you're one year old, you are what's like a young adult. Okay. So a Neil is, is tapping that like young adult kiss. Uh, yeah, my my guess was like, like eighteen two, or something? two months in. Yeah. They, they were together, right? And that that means she was still a kid. <laughs> yeah, and you do but give it does birth... imply that their relationship is not sexual. Oh yeah, know? right. But still, it's still you, weird. It's super weird. You do give birth standing up. What? Um. <laughs> so and you're born feet first. Okay. Out so of the, the back. back so they just the, slide so, down your back. Yep. So so the, so the back sack standing person. Is kind of accurate. Hold on, hold on. Um, hold on. This yeah. is this is from the show, or this is like random people with like fan uh, fiction books. This is all from Memory Alpha. So okay, you know, so a little bit of both. Kess yeah. herself could have written this. I can't imagine standing is the optimal way to give any kind of birth. No, it's like well, it's like okay, yeah, you have to stand so that your baby can fall your body height. Yeah, like I n- none of that. No, they, if you're laying down, it just won't come out. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, refuse they, to accept. I this. think they, well, like human birth, sometimes they recommend like squatting because it helped gravity kind of like helps yeah. push everything out. Yeah, I don't know. But they yeah, do show fall. a still from an episode, though, where a woman is standing. So and giving birth. There's yeah. an episode. So, Which episode is that? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't okay. Exist. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna design some uh some some species for a Star Troy. Trek where, yeah. where you have to be running at full speed to uh to <laughs> give birth. So it's like a Klingon thing, I would yes. imagine. Yeah. And um and Troy one... gives birth sitting up, sort of. Troy is a human. No, she's, she's half not. human, no. half betazoid. Yeah, half human, half betazoid. Yeah. Betazoid. What a terrible name. <laughs> All right. um, okay. Anyway, and one one final thing I want to mention about 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 the uh, Ocompans is that uh, Dan, your theory holds up because which theory the um, nine year old uh, lifespan is a um, active trait. So even if you are like a third or a you, you can't be a third if you're like a half or a quarter Ocompan. You mm-hmm. still live only nine years. Oh my god! So oh, wow. Neelix could totally be doing what you think, where he's it's, ca- it's just dating all the relatives, just dating yes. the cash relatives forever. <laughs> god, I hope that's true. Hope Neelix that's true. is set up. He's he's a player. Yeah, man. he's like not an attractive dude, so I don't understand. Well, like, but okay, <laughs> that opens up so many cool questions. Like, yeah. okay, let's say let's say that that is totally going on. Yeah. Does everyone else on the ship know that's going on? Are I they would like cool to think not. Because <laughs> I, like I mean, you I think mean, a- after a couple of years they're going to catch on. They're like, hold on, I thought yeah. she died. Like, <laughs> right? Neelix is just like, shut up, she's right here. Like, she's right here. Yeah. What are you talking about? This is Kess. Everybody just totally Kess. Like you, you don't you don't see Kess for like a year, and then she walks out of the room because she's like would yes. look the same as yeah. the old. Kess. <laughs> oh God. So this it. whole scene is just an excuse to get yeah. uh, Shatner on a horse, I think. Absolutely. It had luckily, to be in the contract. Know, yeah, luckily we know that Picard is an excellent uh, yeah. horseman. Absolutely. Equestrian. No, the, these horses had to be in Shatner's contract. I guarantee it. Because 
I, I just it, it just feels like something that they he'd like want. They paid it's, him oh, the horses. It's probably yeah, he, also I, I, this, he owns those like are a his horse horses. Ranch. Those yeah, are prob- his horses. Yeah. Oh, are this they? Is, this is his ranch. Well, then there you go. That's, yeah. the, that's, that's he's like, yeah, I'll do your movie, but you guys are coming to my house. Yeah, I'm not getting out, I'm not getting out of bed for this. Like, pay me five million dollars to ride my own horses. And right? So, is it the captain's documentary? I can't remember where they go to his ranch and interview him. Yes, you're right. That documentary. Yeah, you're right. Which is great, by the way. Um, yeah, it really is good. Yeah, it's a good good movie. But oh, so man. so this is where Kirk decides. Oh man, this this must not be real. Yep. Because I kept on, I jumped oh. over this one jump. There's this lady. Yeah, it was never straight out of the eighties. It was oh, yeah. always scary, but now it, yeah. this time it wasn't. Right. And we see Antonia, the legendary like, Antonia. Right, I I could live here, but. Nothing. None of this stuff matters. So fine. Yeah. I'll do your dumb mission thing. I mean, this does look pretty good, though. I'd probably stay. Yeah, there. absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, that uh, cabin is dope. Yeah. Like it overlooked. Do you see it overlooked the mountain and stuff? It looks really yeah. beautiful. <laughs> so this is his ranch. Uh, I know that it was his horses, and they shot at his house. I assume that the ranch it probably went along. It, with prob- it. probably it is, probably yeah. is. Then I love yeah. how they had to show what an excellent like horseman he is by getting the horse to like walk sideways mm-hmm. toward Picard they're yeah. like oh we're just throw that in yeah just throw that in <laughs> yeah so here you know Kirk is actually like seeming like a good guy he's like mm-hmm. alright being captain is the best thing right don't let them promote you move you do anything mm-hmm. this is where you can make the difference be a hero which is essentially what Kirk is all about being mm-hmm. a hero mm-hmm he gives up this paradise with, you know, Antonia to essentially go on one last adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, he's old. He, I, I assume he knows he's going to die by, by leaving. Yeah. Well, maybe and not die Jimmy, then, but eventually, yeah. Eventually. I mean, he'll, he'll, Everyone he'll, at well, this yeah, point. No, no, even if it's not during this adventure. Exactly. Yeah. He's giving up a lot. He's right. giving up. Immortality, essentially. Essentially, right. yeah. Right. Which, I mean, it, everyone uh, at this point, too, if we're following the linear timeline, thinks that he's dead anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. He's been dead for like. 40, a long time. Five 80 years. years 50 years. 80 years. 80 years. 80, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that's that's a pretty cool way for Kirk to. Uh, yeah. Have his send off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty cool. Choosing heroism over bliss. Right. And, uh, now my only question is why wouldn't you go back like a little bit earlier exactly to like, maybe like, you know, the part where you meet Soren for the first time and just like arrest him. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. Therein lies the paradox of time travel in general. uh, So the temporal prime directive, Mm -hmm. you don't go back too far. Because you'd be messing more stuff up by going further back. But they're messing it up right here. All these yeah, well, people you died. Have to, you have to do True. some. Okay. But so. you can't go too far back or else you're, you're getting pretty messy with timelines. But that's only like one day back. Yeah. So it's not like... This whole, yeah, like I'm, all, I'm only going to go back one day. Yeah. That shouldn't, that shouldn't mess too much up. up. Is like, right. Yeah, this whole scene is... All of this is so clumsy. Feeling. Yeah, the the fifty year old fight was too spry and yeah. agile. It's like very clumsy. Man, the like like combined ages of these three people is like two hundred. You know? yeah. <laughs> <It's like, 
<laughs> easily. Yeah. So, so this. So they went back to the last possible moment to stop the missile from being shot into the sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there, there's the cloaking device that made the missile invisible, even though you know exactly where it is because of the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then they decide to split up. Say one person go for the remote, one person go for Sting. Right. But Picard doesn't do it. He doesn't go for the missile or whatever he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe he saw Kirk in trouble and he just decided to change the plan. I, I guess. That's the, but, yeah, yeah, that's how I, I interpreted know. it. Oh, okay. I, I, I took it also, as he was feeling spontaneous. Oh, okay. I kind of have a really weird theoretical question. Okay. So, you know, um, Picard and Sting make it into the, the Nexus, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, the Nexus is like outside of time, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Picard and Kirk chose to come back. Is is there a version of Sting that's still in the Nexus? Because he didn't Absolutely. agree I think to so. leave. Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. So they're, okay. all they're doing is just stopping this... Yeah. Rocket. They so, don't, I guess, pull him out, right? Because. Right. They they didn't interact with him at all in the yeah. Nexus. So essentially, Soren won. He's still in there. Well, they're they're trying to undo that timeline. Right. But the, the Nexus is outside of time. Yeah. So probably he's probably still. A so technically of him is still there. Yeah. He's still there. OK. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll, yeah. That's so. fair. I, I I would agree with that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I just, so I just thought, oh. there's lots of bridges here. There are a lot of bridges. And it's just kind oh, of weird. Yes. I don't even so know. this is straight up backlot tour. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Right shakiness. There. Yeah. Um, there's a couple where the other side shakes, but like for no reason. Now, why um, do you need bridges here? Because there's mountains. What was? But I mean, there's, there's, his, there's not like flat land. His thing is all on one thing, right? Like yeah. his, so why like did he what's he building it to? Where like is he walking is to? Well, he he needs the 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 rocket ship to be somewhere. Well, and right. he also wants to stand at like the top of the tallest mountain to be closest to the nexus oh. when it comes okay. through. Okay. He's done the math. Lot... He knows where it's going. Th- where did, it's going. Did he hire contractors to build these bridges? For I was him? thinking. Of <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, it's, it's well, he, had the, <laughs> he had the Klingons do it. <laughs> okay. I guess. Fair enough. Or something. Enough. I don't it just know. it looks like a lot of work. Yeah, I like, agree. You know. Um, <sighs> I'm like, so... I'm not sure what the barrels are for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's just water. See, look, yeah. it's like scaffolding all along the mountain. That's that's a lot of work. Yeah. That's like that's a, that's a lot of hundreds it's, of hours oh, of man yeah. work of of, yeah. of, of, of man hours. Klingon, just to... Klingon man hours. <laughs> many many Klingons died to yeah. make these <laughs> these steps and bridges. So see how they're like swinging. Okay, yeah. I get why the one is swinging because he's on it, but the other one is too. It's a windy day. Yeah, it is. It must be. It must, they're both. Must they're both hanging on by a thread. There's also, it looks that. like you can just kind of walk yeah. down the little ravine and like kind of climb it's just, instead of having to do all this. Yeah. No way. That's way too <laughs> too far down there. Uh, uh, well, I don't. Know. I would. I would have done that instead of this. I probably would have done that too. So. But then so we'd we also have... still be alive. So that's true. There you go, Newman. <laughs> Old man Kirk is jumping for 
the remote control. That jump is like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like barely two a, feet too. It's barely a it's jump. It's really not that far. <laughs> Although I shouldn't talk. I can't really jump very far either. So, <laughs> so it falls. Oh, this scene. Into his go. hands or something, right? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Dan and I both looked at each other and laughed here in just a second. You'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, when he like shoots down when, the mountainside? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here it is. It, here it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> so good. That's Sorry. totally just a fake body, like on yeah. a. On just a, strapped uh, to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way a human would have been able to hold on like that. Right. No, like, it would have been thrown you know off I mean? for sure. It's so good. Yeah. Was, that was great. Anyway, sorry, Kirk. Yeah. Just laughing. So Picard, death. Picard hacked the system and. Even though. I mean, how did is, he, is he know? Like, see a master hacker? I don't really know. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess that that's why you couldn't have made it invisible because he needed to be able to punch in the right numbers and. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So Sauron has his sideways gun and. Uh, <laughs> And this movie's still going. I mean, at at this point, he'd he'd not make it anyway, even if he was able to launch it. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, what are we doing? He Where? locked the clamps, and it just blows up right <laughs> in his face. <laughs> no, it looks like fireworks at first. It did uh, the locking clamps. Mm-hmm. Now, that's like that's a pretty powerful like rocket, right? Because it's able yeah, to like blow supernova up a, sun. a sun, so like, wouldn't the explosion be like pretty big? I you don't know how trilithium works. That's true. I don't. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was thinking the same. Like Picard didn't look like he got very far away. Uh, maybe but... it's something that's like time or chemical activated. That, that was uh, just the propulsion for the rocket. Oh, sure. Okay, that's fair. And Dan's okay. theory, uh, anyway, there's still the real the the real, real rocket still going to 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 the sun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it should be right, right. it should be hitting very soon. Well, it, yeah. it's like unless that thing goes like warp a million, it's not going right. to get from the there the what a, seems like a planet that is about Earth distance away from yeah. the sun, mm-hmm. away from the sun. If it was closer, maybe. But then, how are they like? Right, doing okay Not on the burning surface. Up. Yeah, yeah. So if it can make actually, their, I think they said it was like the fourth or fifth planet too from the yeah whatever their sun is in their solar system. So it seems like know. it's probably pretty far because it takes what it takes it takes sunlight eight minutes to reach us right yeah. from the sun to yeah. the to the Earth. traveling at the speed of the, light. The <laughs> reason right. that I I will forgive it is because I did not want to add another fifteen minutes to this movie. Oh sure, for explaining right. the double yeah. rocket plot. Okay. Right. So hold on. Picard is now standing on the thing that is crushing Kirk, right? <laughs> it's hard to have a heartfelt moment yeah. when, like, you're totally, like, like, crushing his spleen. Captain, <laughs> please get off me. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a touching, you know, goodbye. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that a that he's been through a million adventures, fought off tons of aliens and explosions yeah. and whatever. He's punched and, so like, many women in the face. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. A, yeah. a, a creaky bridge. Was it like his downfall? Yes, exactly. Like that's not that cool. But yeah. this last speech no. is all right. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he, I guess it's a it's a it's a nice send off. I think. Yeah, I mean, he, Even he died saving the world. Exactly. Um, yeah. So. I feel like that's the way he'd want to die. I mean, he died twice saving the, the Enterprise. So I guess right. that's good. Uh, he, he died. Just he didn't really die. He just got put into the Nexus. Yeah, I, I guess, guess. So, true. Yeah. So Dan and I both laughed about this scene because we're so right now Picard has created a 
burial grave for him yeah. at the top of the mountain. I was like, did he have to drag his body all the way <laughs> up there? That seems like it was really difficult. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> he might. He must have. He yeah. Must have. And why? Like, I don't know. Like, this Give was not his like send-off? home world. Yeah. Uh, True. So, they probably could have beamed his body and then brought him, maybe buried him on Earth or something. Totally. They just wanted this helicopter shot. That's why yeah. they had to yes. do it. They spent the whole oh, budget on this man. shot. Yeah, he, so yeah you're right. Really he would have had to drag the, the body a long way. Yeah. Because that's like, because he was at the bottom of the bottom of the ravine. Oh, man. So, yeah, that, right. that's, also, that's also assuming he could like get the bridge off of Kirk. Right. Yeah. Which, Which if that if that was a, an option, why didn't he try that when he first got could. to him? Instead, he was just... <laughs> Just bouncing up and down yeah, I mean, on they top bring of a the shuttle. They could have like shuttled him back to wherever yeah. they're going. I mean, he would have had to explain. Everyone thinks that Kirk is dead. He would have been well, like, there, there's oh, the by the way, right he's there. not. Here's all the stuff. But like. I don't know. Now, fun fact. Um, after this movie came out, um, William Shatner uh, wrote with some other writers a trilogy of novels where the Borg resurrect Kirk and what? use him. <laughs> To fight, uh, of course he did. Starfleet, yeah. That sounds awesome. It's called it's called the Return. I read the first one when I was like in middle school. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It's awful. But you can clearly see that Kirk did not want to be dead. Like he he was like, I can keep my character going. Yeah. Did he did he turn good again? Yeah, he I eventually gets, gets. I just want to point out to you. A couple seconds ago, they saw people like salvaging stuff, and they're salvaging mm-hmm. like old iMac size computers and like oh, yeah. carrying them out. Like you'd think they'd have that data on a chip or something, and they could just or in the cloud. That's, oh, that's in the cloud. Picard was using a, a physical book? picture book. Yeah, so. true. Hey, spot. I don't spot. Know. Oh, I'm happy that spot survived. That's me that's too. Oh, yeah. oh my god, that, that would have been very a very different direction of the movie if they just show dead <laughs> dead animals <laughs> cat from a crashed ship oh uh, yeah that would have that would have put his emotion chip to the test oh yeah <laughs> his cat oh, died yeah. oh that would have been the worst terrible uh. <laughs> so they made his tears like jaundice yellow I know, right? Too. Oh, I, I thought it was just his makeup was running off. Yeah, you know? he's like partially probably that as yeah. well, leaking oh. fluid like from yeah, his, from it's like eyes. hydraulic fluid that's yeah. leaking out of his face. And his yeah. face catches so, on fire. So yeah. we never revisit that the chip is potentially broken. It's just uh, that no. Now. I think no. the chip doesn't the chip stay in for a couple other movies. Oh, yeah. it's in there right oh, yeah. now. He, he has he, it, yeah, for the... He has it in forever now. Yeah, after that. But what, what he can do is he can, like, turn it off now. Like, mm-hmm. he can, like, turn it on or off at, at will. Mm-hmm. Um, so Picard rescues his, his scrapbook, yep. which is very nice. The scrapbook. Uh, which, if I was in Riker's position, I'd be, like, pissed off that he was so worried about that. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, we lost, like, half of our crew. Yeah. <laughs> could, do, you, do you mind if I uh, maybe take a day off and not help you look for your book of pictures? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'd be worried that, I'd be, I'd be worried if I was Riker because, I'd be, oh, man, like, I, I crashed a ship while you weren't here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry. but yeah, it was all because of a lot Picard's of terrible decisions. That. Right. So, actually, so actually that, that little thing he just said was uh kind of important and nice the uh mm-hmm. uh his new relationship with time yeah not not that it's like a predator that we, we can't escape but it's more of a companion 
Right. Mm-hmm. Even it though teaches it's totally, you to appreciate the moment. Even though it's totally a predator and it's going to get yeah. us. So <laughs> right, exactly. we should just stay in the nexus. <laughs> yes. oh, no, I think <laughs> the idea is like, because time continues to move, it's important to appreciate the present and yeah. the things that you have in that moment. Which yeah. is yeah. nice. A nice yeah, sentiment. It, it is nice. Um, and oh, this... Man. Uh, this scene ended my childhood, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty disturbing that this was the death of the Enterprise. Is very ended sad. my childhood. Oh, um, poor new. But there no, were more. Funny. There were more TNG movies, like four or five more TNG movies. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. Um, and they were good. I like so, them. All. Uh, yeah, Star Trek yeah, they were good. Generations. Boom. There we go. Yeah. To anyone that stuck it out, I commend yes. you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I apologize slash congratulate you. I thought it was great. And, yeah, but oh, Kirk like, is listed oh, man. so far down in that's, the credits. Did anyone else notice that? Sorry. That's a long movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's oh, a very man. long movie. Uh, yeah. Thank you, anyone who... Right. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Thank you, anyone who did listen to this. Uh, even though <laughs> I think we had some good insight. Um, yeah. Sure. It was fun you know. for me. Uh, oh, maybe yeah, not. was fun. Maybe not as much insight as like a cast or crew commentary would have been. But... Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I think we guys had some fun facts, so. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah. what's the plan for next time, New? Fill us in and then we can. Uh, next time we are uh, diving into Deep Space Nine. Yay. Uh, with oh, the episode yeah. Move Along Home from season yes. one. Great. Um, so, yeah, that'll be back to our more standard format. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a two hour commentary so uh. <laughs> speaking of uh, our normal format uh was this worth the voyage for oh. either of you beth you can take um, it hmm. <laughs> um yes i'm gonna say yes although i can't articulate why uh um, yeah go ahead i want to hear what you guys have to say <laughs> oh, okay Okay. Uh, Dan, you want, you want to take it? Yeah, so, uh, no, even though it had some, like, interesting ideas and themes, mm-hmm. it just dragged on yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like I could feel myself age right. <laughs> between starting and ending this movie. Yeah. So... Because I could never recommend that feeling. <laughs> no. Sure. sure. Newman. All right. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to say yes, uh, because uh, <laughs> you get to see the end of a, a a character, Kirk. You know, like it's he's like a legacy. I mean, he's like he's like a mm-hmm. legend. So you so you get to see how that legend ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie isn't great in itself, but I think the TNG cast does a pretty good job with you know, transferring to movies. I think first contact was the, their best movie, which was their next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a much better job with that movie, but that movie had a much stronger script and mm-hmm. just tighter everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a good movie for Star Trek fans. I would say, uh, casual sci-fi viewer, not so much, but, but yeah, I, even though it has flaws, Worth the voyage. Cool. All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So. Well, with that said. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it, really. Uh, I don't think we got any comment, uh, any feedback, but even if we did, this is going on two hours. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> we'll address just, them next time. Yeah, we'll address them next time. <laughs>
So, yeah. the, so thanks, everybody. This was a. Uh, Until next time. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Bye.